AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to steal a moment for yourself before the week ahead. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all oh, God. up in you tonight. Seeing all those big suits last night made me horny. I gotta get me a man in a blousy suit who's gone into hiding in the land of social media where no one can find him. But he does love a big boobied woman, and I respect that. As a natural D, I feel like if I put him out, maybe I would have got a couple of roses. Welcome to a very horny erotic Tuesday in my garage. I am really living my best life. I have on a black something and a I have a freaking bandana on like I'm a cowgirl, like I'm living my best quarantine lifestyle. My hair has been braided like I'm going to the roller disco. And guys, what a joy. I want to say... The guests that we have with us today are so exciting. We had this gentleman on for the very first time. He was the rookie, rookie of the year. He was the rookie's rookie because our, he was on with our rookie, Jerry Trainer, who then rookied him and sort of brought him under his wing. And I'm going to say the reaction to having this man on our bot podcast was gigantic. Like people went batshit. They couldn't believe that their two favorite pot, like they love Daily Zeitgeist and they enjoy We Accept This Rose. They. People wanted more of him, so we have brought back to break down the first ever seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, Miles Gray. Thank you so much. 
what yes. do you call it? What, what are the, what's the listenership called? Rose Nation? What do we call them? The Bachelor Nation. Bat- or, but I mean, or for, for this show, for this yes. show specifically, Dot Vodkas? Uh, uh, <laughs> dot Vodka. For all bone the Dot zone, Vodkas. The bone, zone, the bone Zone Nation. Yeah, the Bone Zone Nation. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yes. your, your kind words only encouraged me to go further into my bachelor journey, bachelorette journey. Uh, and it was really nice to go from... You know, the season that I saw, um, what was her name again? I you said Caitlin. Caitlin, great yes. bachelorette. Great. Fantastic. Uh, yes. And then to see what the first bachelor was and to be able to see that juxtaposition, I'm, I'm starting to see what everybody else sees now. Baby boy becomes a man. Baby boy becomes a man. <laughs> question, question. Do yes. you feel that? It, so you are one of the hosts with Anna, with Anna Tana Hosnier, who's here mm-hmm. with us right now. I would Hello. say he's rocking a tan right now. I feel like I see yeah. a little shoulder tan yeah, happening. Shoulder, yes, Tana, Tan is in effect. She's rocking her best Fourth of July weekend lifestyle. There's a Tana happening. Um, you also host. You host the Daily Zeit guys, but then you also host the 420 Day Fiance. I feel like this has a lot of crossover. Um, yeah, they're, they're different styles. You know, like this is gamified. But I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. In 90 Day Fiance, like visas are gamified. Yes. So, uh, it, it's all kind of the same thing, but I really, the, it's yeah, it, it definitely scratches the same itch, which is like I get to laugh at people who I think I'm better than. Exactly, like, it is. It is. Well, at the end of the day, it's like my pure base level of garbage, just enjoying, mm-hmm. enjoying like other human people, like interacting and doing things. And I always wonder what I would be like in this situation. With exactly. us today is a woman who is. Such a joy. She is such a delight. She is so hilarious. She is the host uh, of the wonderful, fucking hilarious podcast, Scam Goddess, that I listened to this morning with Miles on it. Um, I'm so happy to have her here. I hope we can capture her like we've captured Miles, where she has fun and she's going to be like, all right, all right, I'll watch another one. Ladies and gentlemen, Lacey Mosley. Hey, hey! Oh my God, Arden! What an introduction! Yeah, Miles is just like you know. What, what do we call those people? Like he's like a switch hitter. He can like play. I don't know yes. sports, um, <laughs> but that's like he's good, a right? Like he came on the Scam Goddess, and it was so good that they wrote articles about it and, and Did the they? fanfare. Yeah, it was crazy. So, so, I, was, <laughs> I was so. Here's the thing I learned on your podcast today. First of all, it's such, if you guys haven't listened to it, it's on Earwolf. It's so fun. It is just delighting in all things scam. You should definitely oh, listen you. to it. It's really a blast. And I, what really I had, I still can't believe that this is true. The part of the Michael Jackson song, like where it goes, "Mama say, Mama say, Mama, Mama like okay. that." There's actual lyrics. Is that t- please, Lacey, so please I tell was, our listeners. Allegedly. I was wrong. I was okay. wrong. Okay. okay, look, I love robbery and I love yeah. fraud. Yes, and sure. I can also admit when I'm wrong. Sure, sure, so sure, 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 sure. Actually, Miles was right, and it's okay. based off of this. Like, um, is it like an African like uh, music? Like, it's like some kind of Afro. I think it's a soul. Uh, yeah, soul Makosa. I think is a real. Yeah, soul Makosa. So he actually is saying "Mama say, Mama say, Mama Makusa" because that's like a thing that that guy says. So when I said that, everybody was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then I got attacked on Twitter, oh, and no. I had to make a formal apology. And you know. <laughs> Twitter's so mean. 
Twitter summit. In true Leah Michelle fashion, I made sure to blame it all on y'all and take no responsibility. I was like, look, y'all, I, my producer didn't Google it. I take no yes. responsibility. Oh, my um, God. This is just what it is. And this I is told his you email officially- in case you do want the right person. And you became an A-list celebrity by, like, throwing somewhere under the bus. That's, like, the yep. first step to becoming an A-list. Is, I gave like the a worst throw. apology. I was like, if I offended you, but if you heard a mistruth, yes. that's not my fault. However, I'm sorry that your ears heard a mistruth. Yes. Now, what did you think he was saying? What was your mistruth that uh, people accidentally overheard? What did your I ears thought, think he was yeah, saying? That, Exactly, that I definitely didn't say myself. No, but what they never... heard, it's kind of yes. like, you know, like, is the dress gold, white and gold or is the dress yes. blue? Like, I didn't say this, but what I they heard. Tell you, I blame myself this morning. <laughs> I blame my faulty. I I hate myself for thinking. I, <laughs> I appreciate hate. you taking responsibility. And I'm so sorry that I even came at you with this because I'm such a piece of, I'm such a piece of shit and everybody knows it. And this is my, my fucking fault. What did I think that I heard this what, what did I think thought I thought you yeah. heard was I'm gonna keep going and I'm not gonna stop. So it's gonna be like I mean, I'm gonna keep going <laughs> Can't even fucking do it now. It sounds so wrong. Oh I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. I'm not gonna yeah. stop. Yes, <laughs> this is so good. I'm not gonna stop. It's funny because in your in your mind, you're like, those I'm aren't lyrics. I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> I mean, it, also, it reminds me of that uh, that like viral video of the dude who's calling into like a Spanish language radio station, and he's like, "Hey, can you play that song?" And the DJ is like, "What song?" He's like, uh, "Los son Reebok o son Nike." And the DJ's like, what? Son Reebok or Son Nike? He's like, si, es mi, mi favorito canción. And he's like, I don't know. And then he realizes, like, wait, this song? This is the rhythm of the night. Oh and God. the dude was like, really? He was like, I thought you were saying, is it Reebok or Nike? I think we all have a way of oh. having to hear things in our minds. Yes. Wrapped up like a douche. Go mm-hmm. running in the night. Wrapped up mm-hmm. like a douche. Um, also with us is Katie Levine. Hi, Katie. It was Lacey's birthday on 4th of July. Happy belated birthday, Lacey. And for her birthday, she found out she's COVID negative, which is exciting. Yes. I did spend the weekend. I took my temperature like 1,500 times this weekend. And I got to get a test. I got to get a test. I'm really bad. I was with three people and we all got tests. However, because some of our tests hadn't come back. And I call the 4th of July the 4th of Julacy. America, I don't know the girl. Don't know the girl. Um, (laughs) Celebrating me. Um, And... like randomly, I would try to sneak and take people's temperatures, like with my with like my wrists. Yes, I'd be like, yes. "Oh my god, you're so crazy!" Yes. And I just yes. put my hand on them. Yes. they're like, "What are you doing? Get off of me!" I'm like, "No, yeah. you, no, come on, Quite we play fighting." And you saying that, I was like, "Oh my god, that's a good idea." Like I that hadn't occurred to me. It was like if I do have a socially distanced like hang. You think my wrist isn't going to touch some part of the body and then be like, get out. Get the fuck yeah. out. This immediately kicks somebody you're out. You're too warm. You, you, you put a get smoke out. machine on and you're like, let's put on some rave music. And then yeah. like, what you think are like laser pointers. It's like yes. one of those laser thermometers. Yeah. And you're like, I'm hold up real quick. Uh-huh. Everybody. There we go. Um, yeah, I feel bad because I'm the mean person. When people cough or sneeze, I'll be looking at them like, excuse me? Like, yes. it's like you called me a bitch. Like, what yes. did you say to me? Yes. What did you say with your mouth? And you're you correct. Cough? You are correct. You are the right person in this. Um, before we get going, I want to just say I'm going to do uh, – there's going to be a giveaway at the end of the podcast for this beautiful puzzle that I made for my upcoming book. It's a meet the authors puzzle with a yes. recreation of my sixth grade photo and my cat. <laughs> I've uh, recreated my sixth grade photo. It's me and my cat, Mitten. So we're going to be pulling to see who wins this beautiful custom puzzle. Wow. I know. 
And we also, I want to thank, we'll just get started. And I just want to thank both of you for giving me 700 hours of your time to watch the, uh, I actually have to say I enjoyed this because I've never seen these seasons. So you guys get to break, you are officially the very groundbreaking, the very first season of The Bachelor and the very first season of The Bachelorette. Um, Lacey, what's your history with The Bachelor? Because Miles has only seen it in this form and one season. So Caitlin sees it in this form and that's it. Okay, so my original Bachelor was Flavor of Love. Um, Great. Flavor of Love. Love. Yes, I watched that. horrible television, but it's so, I watched so that. good and terrible. Like 2006, 2007. Yes. So it came a little later, but yes. that was like my first experience with this type of show. I have watched certain you know, snippets and pieces of The Bachelor. Yeah, I mostly great. watch it on Lauren Lapkus's Instagram story. So, who's a joy? Yeah. I also remember Tequila. Uh, what's her name? Tequila, tequila, tequila. Tequila, tequila. Yes. She had, she, what was it called? A Shot at Love. A Shot at Love. I remember that. There were I remember lots of shots. That. There was I no watched, love. I watched no. that and I watched Flavor of Love. So I've also, I've watched Got both of those. Hepatitis shots. Um, I, so here <laughs> we are. We're starting out and uh, we're in Chris Harrison's, the, the, his, his study that looks like the lobby of a Ramada Inn, and his son Harrison Harrison, his um, it, Captain Harrison, and his son Harrison Harrison <laughs> is sitting there in his Ramada lobby uh, house, and he's displaying his novel, which is out of print, called "The Perfect Letter Over His Shoulder." And I want to say that one of our dear listeners, Cassandra Gray, emailed Anna and I. Like, she bought us the book, and um, I'm just opening it up now. Shall I read the first three sentences? Please. Please. Okay, (laughs) chapter one. (laughs) Chapter one. The perfect letter. This is to my kids, Joshua and Taylor. You will always be the greatest love story I will ever write. Okay. What does that mean? No, it doesn't. (laughs) So this is chapter one. This is the first. I'll read the first paragraph. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I need a little more. Lee Merrill had grown up surrounded by men. She'd known men who were kind, men who were good at their work, and men who were generous. But Mm. rarely had she met one who was all of the above the way Joseph Middlebury was. (laughs) 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 Joseph Middlebury. As editorial director, he'd (laughs) taken an interest in her from her earliest days at Junks and Hall publishers, listening to her ideas and encouraging her to discover new authors. And she'd thrive there, moving up from a lowly editorial assistant to senior editor in only six years. When at last she'd gotten her own office and he'd finally decided it wouldn't be inappropriate any longer to ask her to coffee. Yet, bro, it's still inappropriate. (laughs) She felt both grateful for his support and flattered that 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 he'd singled her out to be with him in this new, more intimate way. Why not? She thought at the time it might be fun. I love that it starts with a Me Too story. (laughs) Lacey, Lacey, take it away. Wait, so here are my thoughts. First of all, shout out to Joseph Visibility because there has never been a Joseph in a romance novel ever. Doctors, community, stand the fuck up right now, okay? Dick Sporting Good community, we see you, Joseph Middlebury. Like, I don't want to fuck a Joseph. I'm sorry. There's probably some Joes out there who've got some bomb, you know, whatever. Yeah, but it's just exactly. like I'm reading a book. It's not like Fabio or like, you know, like, like some yeah. name that's going to make Yeah, you think of Mary and Joseph. You know what yeah, I mean? Like Joseph isn't a right hot 
now, me. Joe, if you don't fuck me right now, Joseph Middleberry, like I can't, yeah. I will not. I am crawling out of my skin if I do not get nailed by Joseph Middleberry. I will not be able to take it. You know, Joseph Middleberry don't take his khakis off when he fucking either. Oh no, his doctor. <laughs> Full dock around the, around the ankles. Yeah. Full dock. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. And they they have like a crease in the leg. And then yeah. question two. Or he lays them flat. He's like, hold on, if we're gonna have intercourse, and he, he like picks them up, them. and he like folds them, and like lays them, and she's like, what are we just more spontaneous? He's like, they will get wrinkled. <laughs> and he goes back to the publishing company. He's I'm no longer like- erect. He's wearing an untucked shirt. Like one of the <laughs> untucked shirts that oh, you untucked. don't have to yeah. you yeah. don't have to tuck it in. He got it yeah. on Sky Mall. He's got his untucked shirt. <laughs> He's bought things from Sky Mall for sure. It's the exactly. divorcee who buys all their new clothes on Instagram ads. <laughs> yes. Right. He's got like a gargoyle on his shoulder that he got, like like the thinking man's gargoyle that he got on the Sky Mall for his office. Joseph <laughs> Middlebury. And also Chris. Harrison, what is with this intro that's like, this woman has met so many good men. It's a nice man, a normal man, men yeah. who were kind to Like, why are you hyping yeah. up men like this? Like, I ain't yeah. never heard this much nice shit about no men in the beginning of a romance novel. Y'all know y'all trash. This should have started like, everyone she met was garbage until she yes. met Joseph Myrtleberry. Yeah. That's more realistic. Who was her boss? And when he finally promoted her, then he could try to finger her. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> She got promoted to that dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. that was amazing. So, all right. Well, to be continued. I think we might have to read a chapter a week or a paragraph yeah. a week. You might need Next to. week, we might need to do the ch- paragraph number two. I have to say, it exceeds my expectations. It is. I, but it has that opening. Like he read a like a Wikipedia article or WikiHow, like how to write a romance novel. It's like really let the reader know up top, like what's yes. going on. Where it's like, okay, I get it. This character trash dick until <laughs> boring guy. Now I know what I'm about to read. (laughs) Nicholas Sparks writing for dummies. Right, that's exactly (laughs) for the dummies though. Emphasis on the dummies for the dummies. Okay, so here we are. It's 2006, 2002, and Alex Michelle. Okay, I have a fun. I've met him. I've met him. (gasps) I met him at a New Year's Eve party. He's right here. I met him before he was. I met him right before he filmed it, and. He was, like, talking about – he had a secret. He, it was a New Year's Eve party, and, like, he had a secret, and he was, like, super excited, and he told me he wanted to be famous. And I remember telling him he should go to, like – try to do, like, off-off-Broadway plays or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, this was before Instagram. This was before influencers. Like, this, oh, none of this shit existed. Yeah. You, right. None of these people to go – nobody on here is going to go sell FabFitFun boxes on Instagram. They're but, just going back to, like – like being like dental hygienist in Kansas or whatever. Like so, but so your was, experience had indicated to you that the at that time yeah. doing something off Broadway was our equivalent of influencers. <laughs> Arnold was I like, thought- "I got the thing for you." Yeah, like, no, 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 off Broadway. <laughs> she put on her on Glover. Savion Glover can't do that show the whole time. I, I remember <laughs> just thinking, like, okay, he's like handsome and like okay, like. 
you know, like, just go get get your chops up. Like, go get mm. some practice, and then maybe you could get it signed by somebody. That New York was easier to start it, and then L.A. And, like, so maybe you could get signed, and then maybe you could book, like, a TV show. Like, that was my thought pattern. Because it, it's it, such it. a different world. And he was like, oh, no, 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 honey, no. Like, honey, baby girl, no. Like, I've got bigger plans. And he was, like, so, like, kind of smug about it. He was so excited. And his friend knew what it was. He couldn't talk about it, and he had this big secret. And then lo and behold, this guy was the bachelor. He was like about to go film it. So he shows up, both Chris Harrison and they're in, they're both like little boys wearing their dad suits. They're like in front of like Miami Vice dad suits. Let's talk about the clothes. I couldn't believe 2002 loved such big blousy suits. Miles, do you remember like... Was oh like, boy, do I! I tell have me, to, <laughs> tell you me. You should have seen my motherfucking prom suit. Tell me, it tell me. Was la- it was like a light lavender purple. <laughs> yes. It was a five button coat. I look like <laughs> I look like like Steve on, Harvey's Steve little Harvey. secret. Yeah, yeah. his little <laughs> secret. <laughs> Little secret, I think it's the name of the podcast. He still, he still yeah. mails your clothes, but he's like, I can't be seen in public with you, Miles. Yeah, you know, you're like, my forbidden oh, yeah. son. It's when, like, Schwarzenegger had clearly had the son with his mail yeah, yeah. just like it him, who looked just like him. Boxy, I got it at the Santee Alley. Shout out the fashion district. Yeah, love uh, Santee Alley. And I got it for 40 bucks. Are you um, little secret with a L-I-L apostrophe? No, little. Like, okay, little. Great. Like, it's it's big capital L. Like, you know, I'm really trying to bring that back. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, I had that exact suit. If you look, uh, lo- like, you know, my immediate thought was like, oh, he has, like, the LeBron James draft suit on. Like, yes. they, LeBron James yeah. was drafted. If you look at those suits that him and Carmelo Anthony are wearing, they yes. are basically, like, sales for boats. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Colton Underwood, his he's a former bachelor. He was like a late yeah. bloomer. He was a little chubby in high school, and his prom photo came out, and he was also in a Steve Harvey suit. <laughs> he was also like these blousy. So that's what's happening in the world. Guys were wearing. Lacey, do you have a, like, is there any memory in your, like, were you shocked at the size of the suit you saw last night? I mean, it was definitely giving me, like, I have a court date right after this. <laughs> as soon as we wrap the bachelor today, I actually have to show up to the Civic Center, uh, to the court. <laughs> so I'm going to keep the suit on. I'll be back, though. I'll be back for y'all women's in a minute, but I do have to go pay these traffic tickets. Um, it was definitely giving me that. I also have to talk about the fact that this was such a dark time for women's eyebrows. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. It was like everybody had six hairs just laid in a line. It was like, like you watching ants on their way to a picnic, just like the thinnest brow. Yeah. I I was surprised how much the haircuts were still the Rachel, like or, or yeah. like that they were still yes. Jen Anderson, like when Friends first arrived. Like it felt like eight years too late to still be doing the Rachel, and I felt like they were also in sort of like even the girl that got kicked out the first night, she put on her like. Like professional ladies like suit jacket like they were all in, like Ann Taylor loft black like sort of sequin and then like the suit jackets and like a square tip French tip nail just all of it was like what is happening I, I was so nostalgic for me because like this was like 
you know, adult, like teenage Miles was like, yes. yeah, this is like how women dress. Like, yes. like everybody looks like some hybrid of Rachel Green and Sandra Bullock. Uh, yes. That's everyone. Shannon, the first thing I saw was like, she is looks like Rachel Green cosplaying as she, Sandra Bullock or some yes. shit. Everyone, there were a few yeah. people who had strong Sandra Bullock vibes. Oh, there my was God. Like, Definitely, like, those are the people, you know, dictating the style then. Uh, but, yeah, the, I love the eyebrows, though, too. Every, they were vapor thin. There was even, like, on a few for, like, the quirkier gals, because it is it's full Sandra Bullock. You're exactly right. Full Rachel. Like, and I felt like with the quirkier gals, there was almost a little Dharma and Greg hair. Like, a oh, little, yeah, like, quirky. Yeah. There's, like, a little yeah. swoop. And then, like, weird tucks, like, weird, like, quirky bun knots like i definitely had that rocking in my zigzag life. you gotta go zigzag um zigzag yeah, part. Part. Yeah. i don't know if you guys ever had sam moon it's just like uh is there other places like sam moon that it's just like a place where you get a bunch of cheap ass jewelry and they Claire's. have them in Claire's. Every, Claire's, yeah. Claire's. Claire's. they have them in every like you know kind of suburban town but it was like yes. everybody was like bitch i'm about to be on a bachelor let me <laughs> be here right. let me get these clips i want all the butterfly clips give yes. me all of the hair scrunches like yes. everyone Everyone had all that going on. I Yours was ha- called Sam Moon. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I'm like, Sam Moon. And then I know. now that we're saying like, right, we're talking about Claire's. I'm like, who is this Sam Moon? And how I know. It might be a regional thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we had yeah. it in Texas. So maybe it's regional. Right, right, right. Sam Moon was where you got all your bootleg bags and, yes. and everything. I'm kind of, next time I'm in Texas, kind of want to go find a Sam. Is it still in existence? I think they are. It's like a Walmart yeah. for just like cheap yes. accessories. And every now yes. and then you find something great. But I mean, like, it- at that era was still also like Contempo Casual, Wet Seal, like, mm-hmm. but they were definitely doing the Ann Taylor. They were the professional. Like, these were like professional, like, right. ladies in their blaze, like, Lady Blaze and and the Sandra Bullock hair and the, and the Aunt Eyebrow like on like a chunky heel, just getting ready for love. Um, so then they have they were like they literally were like, okay, he was like a nerdy. Look at this loser in the glasses. <laughs> this, yeah, aggressive. This, this loser kid got contacts and started swimming and went to Harvard. And when Alex was sitting outside with his hands on his knees, like a little boy in his court suit, and Chris Harrison looked like a youth pastor sitting there <laughs> at this like fire pit. Anna, break it down for us. How much did you love seeing the, the youth pastor? You kept texting me last night that you thought Alex was dressed like he stepped out of the Matrix. Yeah, he looked like Neo out of the Matrix. It was, there was so much leather. Also, uh, Chris Harrison at some point stressed like a substitute teacher, like just like a guy who's like this. I have to take this job seriously, so I'm going to put on my nicest, like He's weird like Matthew Broderick in election. He's yeah, like- he had the. <laughs> yeah, he had like a members only jacket on. I was like, what are we doing here? I do uh, like the Matrix suit for sure. Oh, Alex. And then he had the, like, Matrix, the little black glasses. Like, everyone had the tiny little black sunglasses that you're like, what are you, what? And then Anna texted me. She was like, does he have a lisp? And then so I watched. I was like. Because Katie thought he had a lisp. I think he did have a lisp. I think he had a slight lisp. I know. I really liked that. I was like, that would be awesome if they just chose a guy that had a lisp. Colton had a slight lisp. He did, yeah. I couldn't tell, though, because the audio was, like, old audio, you know? And it sounded kind of grainy, and it was a little hard to tell. No, I think it was a, I think it was a Chris Harrison didn't have a list, but I, I think Alex Michelle did. So then, so then he, he's talking to the youth pastor. Alex is sitting outside, 
And he was like, so what do your friends think? Do your friends think it's crazy or a cool deal? Like that's what it's like. It feels like a dad trying to talk to their stepson about (laughs) drugs or sex. Like (laughs) there was nothing relatable. Um, And they're like – and they did make clear, which they don't anymore, that the women can reject him. They really set it up. Lacey, what was your thoughts like drinking all of this in, just like the the rules of the game? So it was cool seeing it for the first time because it felt more earnest. Like now everybody knows the deal. You get on the show, you might become the next Bachelorette. You know, you got to get it popping. You could be selling fit tummy tea on Instagram after this. So everybody knows the deal. But back then it was like people were still really enamored with reality TV and like, oh, what's this? And I feel like some people might have more genuinely wanted to be on a dating show and find love or whatever. So it was kind of a nice contrast. And also like... All these girls was looking hella regular. Now The Bachelor, you got to be a damn model to be on there. Like, yes. <laughs> you know, these were the girls up the street and around the corner, honey. They went to I Starbucks like- and they said, you, you, and you. <laughs> Come. I, well, it's, I have to say, I agree with you. I think it was like, and these are the people that are willing to be like, this could be a disaster. Because was this, Katie, will you look up when Joe Millionaire was? Joe Millionaire was like such It was a, after this because I it remember It was after that. that. Yeah, because I remember that was like, and he was like a fraud. Like there's a scam right there. He was him. He wasn't a millionaire. Mm-mm. And like. and was like 2003. Was like, okay. So this is the very beginning. And I also noticed like watching it that there was really crazy camera angles. Like I feel oh, like. The camera was had a headache. Sir. And it looked like it was like no lighting, crazy camera angles. Like they didn't know. It was sort of fun to see that they really didn't know how to do reality yet. Miles, what did you think of the camera angles and the production quality? And I was screaming at first. There was a moment where there was – I forget what contestant pulled up. It might have been Amanda or Shannon or one of them. And, you know, look, I've I've <laughs> – as someone who's PA'd and AP'd on reality <laughs> shows themselves, uh, have you? There are moments where, yeah, I worked on I worked on a little bit of Hell's Kitchen, a couple seasons. Um, was, was he there, a total dick? No, yo, he was. Yo, Gordon Ramsay was actually very, very kind to the crew. He switched up catering companies on just on one of the uh, two seasons I worked on. He changed catering companies at least three times in one season. Okay. Because like the crew meal was not good enough for him. Like he okay. tested, he came around. and was like, "Nah, this ain't good enough for crew meal." Kitty Cat like, likes his would, flavor. He's not fucking yeah. around. He's going well, Ramsey. I don't. I never saw him eat from there. It was purely. Oh, I had- just thinking like, if you were working on the show, there was also a standard of like how the crew would eat. So he uh, took care of you guys. He finale took care night, ribeyes and fucking crab legs and shit. Wow. Like a massive buffet. Yeah, it was – look, I'll, I'll give it up to him. Although he so, would be kind of toxic with some people that he would like to tease about their appearance. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> so having – you, you wouldn't – So you having would, yeah. having worked on a set as a PA, like watching this, <laughs> were you like, what the fuck oh, is happening? We're, Anna, as we're a, talking about the camera angles. Oh, it was yeah. there was one like over the shoulder shot where he was just blocking the entire shot. You couldn't <laughs> even see the woman's face. And I'm like, that fails to actually even be a shot now. There's like the coverage is bad and the bloom filters on everything was like it was a bad infomercial for like a swingers resort or yes. something. Because back to back to your point when Chris and him were talking, he's like, Hey, it's gonna be pretty cool. Like the bloom filter it sounded like two bros, but like, we're going to fuck island, man. It's like pretty sweet. <laughs> like they don't even you don't even need condoms and there's like these fantasy suites. It felt there was just like the it looked so weird and overly it felt, produced. It felt like they hired the camera ops from cheaters. Because yes. it just felt like there were so many 
frantic. with pants yes. and like and like and how they would follow him around i was like where did you, are these the cam ops so they were like go call maury and see if we can get some of their guys it felt like you were like falling through a potted plant like we can't yeah. let them know we're here like it yeah. felt like there but was sometimes some... you knew they were there too much like the camera would be this close and they'd be having an intimate moment. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, what is it? Yeah, it's true. It is like more where like they're looking like when they're hiring, they're like, okay, so good. You know how to use Steadicam. Uh, okay, and you've shot on a dolly. Okay, also you've chased a woman in tears down a back hallway in a studio <laughs> after she found out that the father of her children wasn't actually who she thought. Okay, great. You're hired. Like it, there are those, that energy too. I also like that when they're in, like, they go into, like, a store at one point, and to, like, make it interesting, they, like, flip the camera upside down. They're like, see, things are fun! And you're oh like, that's right, when she tried on the dresses. Yeah, and- it's like, whoop, what? Dutch angle. I went to home <laughs> school. It's also like when she, when, when, like, even just calling out the, when when this woman was storming out, and he was like, we have to, we're supposed to sit on the bench? Like, there was something <laughs> that he couldn't, there we had no game to just naturally, like, try to get her to the bench or just, or just roll with it and just stand up and talk to her there. It was like, he was being such a good boy and following orders, like, in his big boy suit to, like, have to go sit on the bench. <laughs> well, it was so raw at that point. And then he sits down, and she doesn't sit down because she's like, fuck you. She's and then so he, good. like, gets back up. It's like he doesn't know where his mark is. He's like, oh, I mean, yes, yeah, so, uh, I'm sorry. It's not working. So then we get just like, I totally agree with Lacey that it felt like they were just like regular gals that we could all, and it could be any of like just any old gal that they're like, yo, you're a human woman. You're coming with me. So they all go, they, they send them to like, you know, to their Ann Taylor. And then we get to see them all come out of the limo and just like, I just knew there was a side of him that felt so, like, horny and skeevy. The second Amanda came out with her giant knockers, there was... I knew there was no way this slightly pervy Harvard dude wasn't going to be, like... I just knew he wanted to, like motorboat like he was just like fully horned dog and on those titties coming his way the backstory is very like guy who didn't have a lot of sex too like they set it up like he used to be blind but thanks to contacts and swimming in harvard he's fuckable now like and he's ready to be on this show so like yeah when you saw because even in the rose ceremony like that first rose ceremony was like let me just get this out of the way and the women with the two largest sets of breasts i'm just gonna give the rose out to right now like i, mean, I was like okay i know where this guy comes he from. Was i mean horny, as soon as you horny. saw those tits did you know that he was like you knew he was just so psyched to be the bachelor lacy what did you know titty was gonna get far so i knew titty was gonna get far but furthermore <laughs> titty. the first kiss Bird. of the whole <laughs> The whole event, the first kiss, the what was that black girl name? La, 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 la. Oh, yeah, Lenise. 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 Yeah, Lenise. I don't want to jump ahead if if we're not quite there, but we can go. Oh, well, so Lenise and him go in the gondola, and yeah. then under the gondola, they're like, "Well, when you're under the gondola, you got to kiss when you're in the under the bridge. Yep. Each bridge gets a kiss." So I'm, I'm thinking they about to do a little cute little peck or whatever. This fool was all in her mouth. I would have been like, give me my mouth back. Oh, my and, God. And I was surprised, like, seeing her at a later date, that she she liked it. That oh, she she, was, oh, she liked it. There's a part where she wasn't even responding. He was kissing on her, and she was like, yes, go on. Yeah, she said it still make her horny to this day. I said, okay, Lanise, that's yeah. what I like to hear, is that we both enjoyed this. Because he was expecting my girl's goozy pipe. Like, he was all in her lungs. That's I was like, I God thought. damn. I, I wondering if 20 years later she could be like I felt really violated but I like that she's like no I still get horny for like actually like 
And then she said it. Like, I got horny for this. I'm horny right. thinking about it right now. And I just thought, yes, this is okay. Yes, I actually wanted more of Lanise. And, but, like, again, when Giant Titties stepped out, and we, we learned from Amanda – She's got huge boobs. She's open sexually with her partners. She Everybody thinks she's yeah. shy because she's from Kansas, but she's purchased a trapeze, and she was married to a man 17 years her senior. I love that. I love that. Like, <laughs> people think I'm a square, but, you know, I actually have a fuck swing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's my what? personality. Yeah. <laughs> the swing. My yeah. personality is people think I'm boring, but I fuck. <laughs> 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 so then we have um, Amanda, of course. Titty got the first rose. There was no way she was not going to get the first no. rose. It was but a wrap from there. I was like, oh, she won. That's it. And like once, like once she got the first one, there was just like, it just like this pervy Harvard. Some of those Harvard dudes, man. Those creepy preppy boys, mm-hmm. right? Because he doesn't look like he should be that horny. Like, no. it's like he's the opposite of the of the sex wing girl. Where it's like, I, I look at him and I'm de- well, actually they're the same person then. Because I look at him and I was like, you should not be horny like this. You look like well, because I feel like he probably grew up with like gals like a Buffy or a Muffy, like a tennis club type gal that like mm-hmm. would not have a fuck swing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. feel like the people that are sort of rule in that world. Now, not everybody, but like. I think this dude, this sort of like Ivy League dude, probably like this was like an exciting, you know, branching out for him. I don't know. He feels like like the type of dude who would like party with Brett Kavanaugh or something. Yeah, like a Winklevoss friend. Like there's something in that world that you're like, hmm. He's got that like that AI, like machine learning average face of like what a man in power looks like in America. Like that's what his face looks like. (laughs) Well, and the fact that he's been successful enough that he like literally no one knows where he is. You got to have some dough to be in hiding. And I just had to get into his Wikipedia page. It says that in high school, he was valedictorian, student body president, homecoming king and captain of this. What the fuck? In Darien, Connecticut. Like it's a right. Didn't he go to Darien? I looked him up. Yeah, Darien Darien High School. Yeah. Because in the beginning with The Bachelor, they would bring in rich dudes. So, like, they brought, they had Andrew Firestone. Like, they would bring in all these rich dudes because it was, like, basically, like, you want a rich guy, right, ladies? Like, you know, right. like, and and they would kind of cast it out and it, they wouldn't just pick from the franchise. And, and yeah, I just think, like, I just sort of knew there was, like, a deviant side to this guy that's probably been, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Why did he disappear? That's what I want to know. Why did, Why he, did he vanish? Do you think he's ashamed, like, that it doesn't go with his, like, Darianne, like, Harvard upbringing? Like, does he hang? Like, what do you think? I don't, I don't know. know. He I may mean, not want to be found, you know? These are trying times we live in. Hard and you don't shame him. Found. Shame him. Be like, where is that energy now, <laughs> yeah. Alex? When yeah, I saw you before, like, you'd like, I'll be famous just Yeah, one. exactly. You got famous. Where'd you go? Where'd now you go, shook. Alex? And he I got famous in a good time to be famous. Because that yes. was when you were famous and people couldn't access you directly like i guess they could go on myspace or some shit but really right. like it was just like you would be at a restaurant and they're like oh you're that person but it's not like now where people can like tweet you and be like i hope you choke on a knife like, <laughs> like fame has changed yes so he yes. can have fun yeah that's you're absolutely i hope you choke on a knife <laughs> i know i got somebody tweeted at me once like i hate your face and you're like that's my fucking face like, that's my face Why? okay um, okay, so so um, I so then Amanda got the first rose. He cut so many women in the first ceremony. They cut like 
I would say like 20 women. Katie, what did you think? Could you believe the sheer numbers of women that they were cutting? Yeah, they went down the 15 on the first night, which now I think they cut like four people the first night, five people maybe. Like they go from 25, I think, or 30, 30 or 25 down to like 20. So this was a lot. And even his phrasing of it, he was like, I have so much power. Like, the women that are holding the roses are smiling at me. And the ones, like, and the ones that don't have it are glare. Like, you could see he kind of enjoyed, like, <laughs> He I called them angry. He yes. said, the women yes. who don't have roses look Ugh. angry with yes, me. I was like, yeah. why are you over calling us yes. angry? <laughs> He sounds yeah. like a like a billionaire CEO who's like firing a bunch of people and like is like disconnected from it. like yeah the people who I've just they seem upset by it I don't know but I have all this power which is cool but yeah, they're they seem beaming. angry he, he, <laughs> he said that women that have roses are beaming it's like well, I mean they're, they're they still get to be on TV wow. bro. right it's about you they're not it's, it's not all about you I think he yeah. really thought it was like these women really are excited to be with me it's like yeah. no there's cameras in their faces that's why they're beaming. <laughs> So then we got to see the very first promo, which actually I have to say, I felt like they did a good ad. It's like boy meets girl and girl. Like I actually felt that it was for like 2002. I see why so many people tuned in. Like if you'd never seen something like that, I I was like, oh, that's actually like a pretty good 2002 ad for this. Anna, what did you think? Uh, I agree. It was... If I, I mean, because I think it was like before that originally there was only like Joe Millionaire or whatever, the guy who was like a fake millionaire that you could try and marry. But other than that, like, this was, I think this was like the first to be like, boy meets girl and girl and girl. And every horny dude's like, yeah. Yeah. And every girl's like, oh my God, he went to Harvard. Yeah. And it, it was like ripe for like, early 2000s TV watching. Like, it could have easily been, like, TGIF. Like, check it out. You're not going to miss this one. Like, it was, like, the sitcom vibe. It was perfect. I think it was also the idea that it was, like, and these, like, wait, these people go on a show and then, like, they're going to get married? Like, because of the show? It was crazy. And they don't know the guy? And then there's, like, 30 other people. Because that was really, like, kind of opened everyone's mind. Like, whoa, you people are really just going to throw this kind of normally, I don't know, sacred or just right. something you actually invested time and energy into being like, we're, we're gamifying this now? Oh, fuck. Okay. When when was Truman Show? Like, like it was a first. 97, I want to say. Was it earlier than that? Because it feels like it was, like, people were, people were starting to play with the idea of, like, rea- like, what like you know like that the fact that you could go on TV and in the confines of like a set fall in, like right. it was just like it was all so we're all just so deep in the matrix right now you guys like we've just <laughs> we just are deep in the matrix okay so then we have um we meet Trista who's going to become the future bachelorette she's a Miami Heat dancer and she works with kids um and uh, so then Rhonda oh I love Rhonda. Did you? You love her. She was the aggressive one. They said that she, they called her the aggressive one and that she could shoot. She was a gunshot. And, uh, and she was the first person who said, I'm not here to make friends. And she did the first cut and like it, interrupting. And then she started crying and she said, I believe in two of them, not four. This is a fairy tale of two, not four. Lacey, take it away. Tell me about your love for Rhonda. Let me tell you about Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda, Rhonda. Rhonda is a messy queen who lives for drama. (laughs) She was petty as hell. (laughs) And and also, who gave her a gun? Like, who thought that on reality... Who who thought? Let's give give people guns. (laughs) Who gave her a gun? 
on a boat. Like they're and on a boat and they're filming. Oh, yeah. That seems so wild. I'm like, that's legal? They were on, yeah. on a they were on like a yacht and then she gave her they gave her a gun. That would that never happen now on television. Like they don't even give you pro- like, that wasn't a prop. Like you don't even get real guns on <laughs> this happen <laughs> yes you're absolutely right you're absolutely right they People gave her killed on movie sets with real guns yes, they, you're ab- they gave her and people get hurt with even like the fake gun. like they gave her a loaded weapon on a yacht and she was the and craziest what? one on the show i'm like the producers had to have known that she was already cuckoo they're like you know what let's do Rhonda's already seeming a little unhinged guys <laughs> yeah. let's give her a gun <laughs> Also, like, but the uh, skeet shooting uh, date isn't until uh, next week. It's like, fuck, is you that the guns, she... right? Just get him out right now. We'll just throw him off the side of the boat and have her shoot. I, I also is that what her, she like, was hysterical shooting? leaving. She's like, this is a fairy tale of two on one. It was like, she was like setting the bar for like dramatic exits. It yeah. was so mic droppy. Like the first, I was like, oh, that's a possible exit. Like, yes, yes, she Anna. She had that big Karen energy before anybody she knew. Had oh, she did. Yeah. And even and she seeing had... her now, she's still like her, like, yeah. she's still. I'm big glad Karen she moved vibes. on from her, you know, uh, Kate Gosling, can I speak to the manager in Tempe, Arizona hair. <laughs> She's still calling the manager, though. No one knows the manager like Karen, okay? She called the the police on Lenise on her way out. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, and Lenise definitely shouldn't be here. And Lenise threatened me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And she had an anxiety attack. That's right. They were like, could you please just take deep breaths? She's like, I'm having an attack. Like, uh, they actually had to bring in paramedics because Karen Rhonda is like freaking out. It was it was an incredible it was an incredible like it's a whole new world like of like what's possible on yeah. TV. Like this is mesmerizing. Anna, what did you think of Rhonda? Well, one, I, I don't understand. What was she shooting on the yacht? I, I guess don't even know. Clay pigeons. It must. It had to have been. What Unless they're just throwing like random plates in thing. the air. I'm like, I don't know. Shoot at it. That's wild. Also, she. They said she coined. I'm not here to make friends. Yeah. Yeah. She said because, it because she kept interrupting. She like because he was like, "Ooh, it's going to be hard to do a six person date." But then he's like, "I'll figure it out." You know, there's so many women, and then she was the first one that realized how to like pull up aside. And she, we watched her say, "I don't care. I'm not here to make friends." And like, wow, and Rhonda. Then it was that the original. Out. Can I steal you for a sec? Like yes. the original. She also yes. did that. That was the first one. Oh, that was her, Angelique. Yes. She, she didn't is. say it, but she, like, did it. She did like, oh, oh, the, the light bulb. Like, she had, like, all sorts of inventions. Uh. I, my last note on her, two things. One, I love the whole Machiavellic thing that she did at the end, which was just, like, two of these girls are bad. And oh the my God. <laughs> of these girls I don't trust. And I was like, yes, yes you better give me this drama. And then also, <laughs> when she had the panic attack, I love that we were in this place in the early 2000s where mental health awareness wasn't as, uh, we weren't as conscious as we are now. So yes. I just kept hearing people say on the, say on the show, like, y'all, she having an attack. We don't know what kind. Yes. She's having an attack out there. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> Yes, it's yeah. literally like, what's wrong with her? Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, that, and everyone goes, that was weird, huh? Like at the end, it's usually like yeah. everyone's response to something like that. Right. Dude, you're yeah. absolutely right. So Rhonda's now saying that she was so certain she wasn't going to cry. She's proud to have coined that phrase. And, uh, you know, we all see everybody in their in their kitchens with their, you know, with their husbands and that things turn out okay. Um 
So then they're like, oh, can people fall in love on TV? So then we see uh, he invites Shannon for a one-on-one date. Side note, the group date arrived in a giant box. There was like a present for the ladies. They've now since downshifted it to like a like a disgusting, dirty old note that somebody just writes on like a big pen. But like there was a beautiful Anna. What did you think of the red box as the group date? Yeah, they, you could tell like they were like, man, let's like really do this. And then as eight years went by, they were like, the budget really doesn't include to have a giant red like present box for every group or any date at all. Yeah. Like, it really... Yeah, they definitely downshifted oh, the, the invitations. So now we're up to Shannon, and he's like, uh, for dazzling night on the town, dress down. And she's like, okay, okay, I'm going to dress down. And then he shows up, and he's in his big boy suit. He put on his evening wear, uh, his evening wear big boy suit. <laughs> and, um, and they're like, no, 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 it's casual. So they go to Beverly Hills, and they're like... You can try on. I'm like, does she get to keep it? They're like, you get to try on. And what's the name of the the camera angle that they did, Miles? The Dutch angle. The Dutch angle. They did the upside down. Whatever you want to try on. And they did the full pretty woman, like... And then, but she also was like, do you like me in this, Daddy? Like, it was fully like, uh, is this the one you like? You want to fuck me in this one? He okay, was like, so I love this shit. She kept trying on the black dresses, too. I was like, girl, it's all these colors in here. Like, you're yes. so basic. And she you're right. You hit it on the head. Arden, pretty was woman. It? Yes. They tried right. to make pretty woman happen by being like, girl, just like you homeless. Then. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then Richard Gere is going to save you. Yeah. Richard Gere is going to save you. And then they go, and then they're they're having their meal, and there's a violin player. And he says, may I have this dance? Who? And then she's like, only if you teach me. Who wants to dance to a violin? Like, like uh, I have that one black man in the player. corner. I didn't think it's that black man. I mean, oh I'm God. sorry to that man, but uh, <laughs> you know – he was an actor who had violin in all caps written under oh. skills on his resume. The way he was playing that violin, terrible as a music nerd. I was like, "No, nah, bro, your fingers are all. You are very nervous on that thing." Also, oh how are you gonna play Paco Bell's Canon without the proper two other violins and the contrabass or whatever? That you was need more all voices they could to play Paco Bell's Canon. Yes, because it was probably you're right because it was probably not royalty because it was probably in public domain because it's an oh, old yeah, song. Oh yeah, because it's from the 1600s. Yeah, it's either that or like the national anthem, like those like that well, Happy Birthday. I, I or the was national more upset, anthem. like because I, I I think it's a classic piece of music, but it really you know it really goes off when all the multiple voices come in. Because it's like played in a round sort of. So anyway. By the way, side note, this is after the very first, the first kiss. This was after Lenise. Lenise was, they were in Vegas and they go in the gondola. And so, so, so far, Lenise has been the one that's had the deepest connection. And he was totally bone zone, horny, hornified, just feeling it. And, um, and then, so now he's off. He's off with Shannon, and they're they're doing their their dancing to the violin to Pachelbel's Cannon, and she's like, "I'm falling for Alex. Like this is it. I this was lit for the rest of my life. This is the greatest date I will ever have." And he's and he goes, "I'm having visions of her as the mother of my children. This is the fairy tale." And he starts telling her the story, and he's like. Did the frog not know that Shannon doesn't kiss on the first date? And that's when it got interesting. And then she's like, um, I just have a different way of forming romantic relationships. And 
look, I don't um, like to share when it comes to my significant other. And and she goes, I want to know about like what roles in life. What is it? Oh, he asked her, what does it mean for a good girl and how does it relate to sex? And then she's like, you see how awkward I feel right now, but you just don't care. And then she will not – get into a hot tub with him and show her body. And and then she's like, things that you want to happen are not going to happen, mister. And then she cannot give her – he says she can't give herself to me emotionally and he's basically saying physically unless she decides I'm the one. And I can't decide she's the one unless she gives herself unless to I me fuck. emotionally. I mean the whole thing. They're in the hot tub. She won't reveal herself. But she is, as many of them, are wearing 90. Chokers through a lot of this. She's got her choker on. Let's talk about Shannon. Can I? She can was, I just Anna? Yes. No, I just want to say she reminded me of like every '90s movie villain. Just the way she <laughs> acts and held herself. Like, uh-uh, Mister, this isn't gonna happen. And then like you're trying to make me look like a fool. And it's like yes. this is a conversation. People ask each other questions. Like you need like, but that it really showed like she didn't know how to work the system yet. Like all the girls now who go on the show are all the guys. Like they know how to like. Get gamify the bachelor the bachelorette like it's so raw because she has like she doesn't get it yet it's like you do have to grind up on him so he'll pick you yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I she, she could have not grinded up on him though she just didn't know how to be soft about it like no, it was very didn't. much for the cameras because she was like you ain't gonna get none of this never gonna get it never gonna get it never gonna get it he's like why are you singing she's like <laughs> Why are you singing, Shannon? <laughs> I was Shannon. on Vogue. Excuse you. Excuse you. Shannon, stop singing. Shannon. <laughs> like, she didn't know how to be like subtle. <laughs> yeah. She I, she was also a first, you know, in in a in a very significant way because I think she was the first reasonable person that found themselves on a reality dating show and being like, mm-hmm. "Whoa, what the fuck?" Because I don't know, like I was like I, everything she said to me was reasonable, but I yes. think the show and the cameras make everything so much worse. And for her, she was like, it sounded like she was like trying to play, be very logical. It's like, well, if you like me, then you wouldn't be like making out with all these other people. It's just really weird that you date four people at once. And I think that in, in any other context, if you were dating somebody, you wouldn't have to be doing this thing where you're like watching someone you're dating make out with another person. You're like, <laughs> right. okay, now it's my turn to. Well, she also just didn't party. know the name of the game yet, so she yeah, also was the right. first person to get the fantasy suite card, even though they didn't call it that. But like, because she didn't, she never seen it. She didn't know the rules of the game, even though Madison kind of did like the similar thing this year to Peter. But right. she 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 gets the card, and it's like he invites her to his chalet, his deluxe chalet fantasy. Sweet, and she goes. Well, I'm sure you've got one of these. I can't believe my name is on it. I'm sure you've got one of these with everyone's name on it. I'm not dumb. Does everyone get the same proposition inside their ruined date? And um, yeah, yeah, yep. And then as she yeah. left, and then he was the one that was like, "We have to stop at the bench." And then she gave him a curt, formal handshake <laughs> in her Ann Taylor dress. Like, 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 it was nice to meet you. Uh, let me know uh, if I need to submit something to HR. Like, 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 he's applying for a job. You know, like. Will there be an exit interview? Yes. It feels like she's applied for a job and she's, you know, waiting to hear if, uh, what her bonus pay will be. Anna, what did you think of Shannon? 
Well, the thing is, I didn't. What I didn't like about her is that she was making it seem as if we were all trying to trick her, yes. as if he was pretending that he wasn't on a reality show, and yeah. that we tricked her into dating him and coming on and not. And it's like as if we were trying to fool her the whole time. It's like you know what it is. There's cameras. You know, there's other women. See, yeah. some people knew what it was when they signed up. But she <laughs> yeah. didn't. Yes. She didn't. She really didn't. That's why I'm like, oh, this is interesting because as the viewer, you're like, idiot, you're just going to get eliminated. Because we're looking at it as the show where, like, you live in a bizarro world of debauchery and sex. Yeah. Where she's like, I'm like, I don't know this. If I'm really going to, like, potentially marry this guy like this is so fucked up and weird and then she'd be like oh right you're not built for this because you have to have a very specific mindset to be able to like progress as if i'm gonna go fuck this guy on tv you know what i mean like it's also that like yeah and you're and it's gonna be two other women i mean she has a point like if that she became very conscious of the crew and the cameras too at that point i noticed too like her body language became immediately closed off like she would there would be looks off camera to, I don't know if it was at producers or things, but it seemed like suddenly she's like, oh, my God, I'm in this thing. I don't want to do this. But, I yeah. love when she came back. So she laughed. She laughed. She shook his hand. She stormed off. And she stormed back. And she goes, I'm just curious why. Like, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was a real gotcha. And he was like, um, well, I think you're amazing. Um, I just have, we're just two different people and with different struggles. And she's like, okay, have fun. Bye. <laughs> like, there's no. Basically, she's like, it's because I wouldn't fuck you. It's because you wouldn't, and I wouldn't fuck you, and you wouldn't, and I wouldn't fuck you. And like, but Arden, like, that energy is the energy she had the whole time. That's why yeah. I couldn't get behind her because when she got the fantasy sweet card, like you said, she was like, oh, so you about to be in here with other bitches? <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl, you saw the women. Uh, damn, I think got to be a fight. <laughs> I feel like she's like following him around the mansion. She's like opening up the door. What y'all doing in here? What are y'all doing in here? Like, yes, girl, it's a reality show. But I will say this: I don't agree with that. Alex did when they were out, and she was kind of closed off, and they were skiing or doing something. And she was like, "I'm not gonna tell you nothing about myself. There's certain things that you'll never know about me, honey. So you need to back off." And then he was like, he like lunged at her and tried to give her a kiss. Yeah, and she was like, "Didn't I tell you?" You're no Joseph Middlebury. You can't just come yeah. at me. You didn't just promote me to the corner office. What do you think you are, Joseph Middlebury? Please. That ain't some Joseph shit, no. He All right, we're going to take, take a break and we'll be come right back. Ooh, I don't know about you, but things are getting so hot in here. I think I got to take a pee break. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years... 
Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. And we're back. Um, so we actually actually see Shannon. We see her again. And she, she says in her exit interview, this is uh, Shannon, goes, I think Alex is weak. I scared him. And she's in Houston yeah. now. And... Yeah. Um, She's 42, which seems younger than I would have guessed that she was. I was surprised. Anna, what did you think of her age? I do like – Shannon is still Shannon. Yeah. 100%. Shannon yeah. has not changed a goddamn day in her life. Yes. And they like, – and that Chris Harrison actually sent her the card inviting her to the honeymoon suite to finally, like, go get at it. Like, he sent that on her wedding night. That was weird. I was like, mind your own business, Chris Harrison. Yeah. Yes. Why are you doing that? So now we're down to our final two, and we have Amanda and Trista. And um, um, and he just – you could just tell. I just knew. I knew boobs – boobs after their date. After the date. And – um. So it starts out, we find out that when she was 11, her dad died in his sleep of a heart attack. And mm-hmm. um, she's had to be the strong one to help her mom. And then she married, and her ex-husband was 17 years older, and she loves Wonder Woman. And she has a costume, and she loves to wear the suit, not for Halloween, but just like around, you know, like around. And then I have a cowgirl outfit with a thong and chapped a collection. I think it's fun. He's like, I think it's wonderful to be adventurous. Guys, I mean, she's close. It was just like a mic drop in that moment. Lacey, what did you think? I loved Amanda. Yeah, from the second that her boobs came out the limo, and, <laughs> and I knew he was gonna go with her because she just seems like very like simple and sweet and young, yeah. and and he was horny, horny, and I knew he yeah. wasn't gonna propose to her because he wasn't actually there. I don't think he was gonna find any real love. Like no, no, no. it's not that hard. Those Harvard guys. I feel like they're or like that whole Darianne world. It's like I feel like it's like like it's weird. There's like a weird world of like you marry whoever you grew up with in that world. You know what I mean? Like I don't see that kind of a guy going on TV. It's too snobby. Yeah, he like yeah. already knows who he's going to marry, and she's yes. got a family with a lot of assets, and yes. they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna it's merge. Too snobby. <laughs> it is. It's like it's like a, a, an agreement, and again. I'm, I'm sorry to Alex. I'm sorry that I've met. But that's like – I feel like that world, like it's like you know who it's going to be. I mean it would have actually been cool if they did stay like that. I would have actually been like good for him. Like he's having fun. She seemed like a nice lady. Like cool. No, he was like, do you have those outfits in the trunk? Like can we get yeah. those? <laughs> the when the first rose out- ceremony, he thought he was going to be able to fuck after the first rose ceremony. Like, yes. It was like he just made a beat like it says, Amanda, 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 That I think it doesn't. The, the actual point of the show was completely lost. He was like, what's this, like, all I can try to fuck buffet? And then he also, I know, it's like, it's truly like a tsunami of poon when, like, these guys realize, like, Poonami. wait a minute. Yeah, it's a poonami. It's the poonami. But Arden, I think you mean emotions because yeah. when he wants to get to know you emotionally, yeah, he's yeah, talking right, about right. your vagina. Yes. Yeah. The well, heart that's within it. Well, he starts, Those double he's, D emotions. Those double D emotions. He goes, he goes, wow, 
and he was trying to sound like a good guy, like the way he would phrase it. He was like, you know, I just feel so lucky, like so blessed, too, too blessed to stress. Amanda's very creative sexually. She's a creative sexuality, and no one has ever appreciated it. And I feel that I'm getting a gift. And then they start like dry humping on the floor of this Japanese restaurant, and this poor woman walks in, this poor waitress yeah. walks in. And then they're like, ha, 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 thank you, thank you very much. And they're like, she looks at her like, you trash. Like, you are just yeah. grinding on the floor. Like, you know, I feel like they were at, like, Yamashiro. Have you guys ever Ooh. been there? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a chain? You can't be grinding on the floor of a chain. No, no, Yamashiro, no, no, no. Is, Yamashiro is nice. It's up, it's up behind the Magic Castle. Oh, oh okay. okay. I'm just talking about. Isn't that yeah. it? Isn't that called I was yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. of Yoshida Yamashiro. or whatever that is. I think they might, <laughs> oh, yeah. have, been, I think they might have been at Yamashiro. <laughs> and that they're like grinding and like yeah he was just but he was trying to be elegant about like her creative sexual like no one's appreciated it like a, because like she a, fucks in a wonder woman costume yeah her creative, that's creative she's so creative <laughs> sexually she wears fucking costumes when we fuck missionary like yeah. okay yeah i think he can't <laughs> believe it i think he grew up with like the rich connecticut lifestyle where like no one I, I don't wear a think costume. never, not ever, never, never. Right. I think. I mean, I don't know. So they be having all types of sex parties and dungeons in Connecticut. Oh, yeah, the neighborhoods be swinging because I lived in a neighborhood like a pretty like affluent like suburban neighborhood in Texas, and we didn't understand until a little bit afterwards that our neighbors were swingers. My mom was like, Whoa. "They keep trying to invite me over for bunco night, no. and then talk about they want us." <laughs> Last week they came over. They said they want us to see their pool table. We was like, "Bitch, we got a pool table. We don't want to see yeah. your pool table." And I was like, "They want a buck, mom. They want to go down." Is bunko? So bunko night has come over. Like it's code for come over and fuck and fuck everybody. I think it's like gossip sometimes, and it's just like the women drinking wine. But other times, I think they're having some like you know eyes and some you know some some shoulder stroking, some gentle shoulder stroking. <laughs> see where it goes. You know, see where it goes. Yeah. You know what? I had one. I. Had a, I had one like touring with stand up. Like sometimes you get captured by like you're kind of at the you don't have a car. You're sort of captured at the whim of like the club people. <laughs> like, and I and I remember being at like a meal once on the road and really I'm like, is this guy's wife like? I feel like they're. I think they're both trying to fuck me. Like, you know what I mean? They made me like. I was like, well, I can see my shitty meal that I eat. Like, I can just get like a microwave burrito, like I get in every other. City. You know what I mean? Like, there was some, right. I felt like there was like a lot of touching happening, and like, yep. I'm like, oh, they're all they're they're trying to fuck. They're they're all trying to fuck me. Like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Like you said some basic like ass did. shit. And you were like, yeah, so yesterday my shower wasn't working in the hotel. That's crazy. And all of a sudden they're caressing your arm. You're like, why? Yeah. So, yeah. Why are, are you allergic to me about to, that? Are you allergic like, to water-based lubricants? Or? <laughs> their kids what? are coming in and out. And it was like the whole house was like just filled with pot smoke. Like you just walked in. It was like fully like walking into a bong. Like, but their kids were like, was like what is going Anyway. Okay, great. They're so, like mom and dad are home with their fuck date. <laughs> Put your headphones on. Mom and dad got a new fuck date. <laughs> Get the heating pad out. Oh. <laughs> it's so rare there's a lady comedian. They're so excited to capture one. <laughs> so then so then they go. Um, so then they, he goes, wow, she's making me realize that sex and attraction are important 
um, they are important cornerstones of a relationship, making me realize that I want to build my family with somebody that I'm really attracted to. Like, he's just realizing that. <laughs> so he goes to the fantasy suite, and she says the phrase, bless his heart. Um, and she goes, I just can't keep my hands off of him. And she goes, she goes, he asked me to leave the room. And then I came back in and there was a plastic sheet, which I immediately think serial killer. And she's like, and there was like chocolate fudge and caramel and ice cream. And it was just, I think she's the best person for me. Guys, Lacey. <laughs> when she said that, I had to rewind because I was like, she said it like it was roses and champagne and strawberries. Girl, he set you up like Dexter for some sex. Right. Plastic sheet. Plastic (laughs) sheet. Katie, what did you think? It fully was – it was like like fully serial killer. If if I walked back in and there was a plastic sheet, I would have just walked back out. It's like, like American no, Psycho. You're gonna kill me, yeah. Yeah. Christian Bale. That is, it's Christian Bale, Wall Street guy, American yeah. Psycho, plastic sheet. He's like Miles. you, a fan of Peter Gabriel. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, let me go Petey, get my you're costume. Like, oh hell no, bro. We're not doing this right now. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's it's also just how boring this dude is. You know, he has a Manila envelope of a sex life. So hearing is about a woman boring? who. Saran wrap? That's a well, lot. No, no, no. What for... I mean, what I mean is yeah, like yeah. That, <laughs> that is. I'm a more lot. thinking like that. It's just like food. Like regardless of how like awkward the setup was, like the idea was like, dude, what if you like licked shit off of each other? Like it's just a very boring guy's. Like, what would I do That's if I got this so like crazy. woman who says they're so hot about it? like what? What's the hottest shit I could think of? And it's like licking condiments off of them. So. I don't know. In, my, in the freak category, I was like, you, you could have done something. You could, look, I think you could have got some candles and some shit, some hot wax. Yeah. Like, well, take it there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the tarp, no, the tarp's just a bad like look. Do they like, know no, each other no, but like I'm just that? saying, like, if, if he's going to no, do that. No, not for the wax. I'm saying even for the the plastic sheet and the and the. <laughs> yeah, sauce. well. I feel like for your first night together to bust out a plastic sheet yeah. for anything, <laughs> that's a big step. Like, the food part, do you, and by the way, like, why don't you just stain the sheet if it's just whipped cream or whatever? Like, you really need a plastic sheet that like, you can't just pay for that, like, one there white could sheet. Be, the- it, they might be like, that's not for the food. <laughs> oh, man. It is the plastic sheet. Plastic sheet. You it's gotta be one, yeah. deep in. You gotta be deep. You've gotta have like a like a safe word for the plastic sheet. Like you've agreed on the plastic sheet, and you're deep in, and you have like you have like written things out. There's rules and a contract of the plastic sheet. It's is like coming. a waiver. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anna. What did you think of the plastic sheet coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Anna. Anna. Like you got under your bed, like whoosh, like you know what they have at the like hospitals. It's just like pull it out and a fresh one. Like all right, let's do this. Just thinking about also like how Christian <sighs> and Vanilla is gotten. The fact that it starts and like the very first season ever started with a plastic sheet, <laughs> like that is so so yeah. tame now that like they they really started off. Kind of like he's like, oh, I get to like, I'm gonna go to Bone Zone Town. Like, we're going yeah, to Pound Town yeah. tonight on the plastic sheet. It's like, got way, the way more. Suite, he's like, uh, can we stop by a Sherwin Williams or a Home Depot? <laughs> 
I need a drop cloth. I need yeah. some like plastic sheet. I, I think they had one radical producer who's probably not there anymore because the same person who gave Rhonda a gun feels like the person who was like, oh, Amanda's freaky as fuck. I'm going to go get some plastic and some caramel for that hoe. Like, I feel like it's the same overzealous yes. producer who's yes. just doing too much. <laughs> So Uh-oh. then we have the second date. He's with Trista, and uh, she's getting ready. She's in capris, and she's shy and reserved, and she's in her choker and capris, and he cooks her food, and he's nervous, and he's, like, crashing around his kitchen, and he goes, um, he's like, God, I just have so much awkwardness around you. I'm so nervous, and then she replies, wow, that's good to know. This food is so awesome, and he was like, what in the fuck? Like, she was... Solid, like I just fucking gave myself. I just fucked Amanda on a plastic sheet, and I opened up my <laughs> exposed my personality to her, and she rejected me. And then he asked how she was feeling, and she goes, "I'm in like, not in love." And he was like, "Ah, oh, excuse you, Lacey. What did you think of all that?" So. There's another part in the fantasy suites. I'll wait for you to say that part. But that was when I really stopped fucking with Alex. Um, <laughs> I okay, felt so like- yes. Okay, so I'll tell you. So they go. She's got a crazy hair comb in, and um, he wants to. Sh- he wants her to prove that she's interested. And they show up, and they go on like a helicopter ride. He starts like throwing up in the back of the helicopter, Ooh. and um, and then she goes, "Did you do you still feel sicky?" And he's like, "I feel sicky." And then she's like, and he goes, and he goes, "Now that I see you in that dress, I want to kill myself." And she's like, I'm not leaving. Um, so then she – and then she goes, when I first showed up, I thought I'm so not going to be engaged. She goes, if you had to do it tonight. So they hang out. She's stroking his back. She's like, if you had to do it right now, right now, what would you do? What would you do? And he was like, I'd pick you. And then, um, and then he got – like he bought some rings and there's yeah. t- two blonde ladies and chokers at the very end. And uh, <laughs> did I miss a fantasy suite part in there? No, that was perfect. Because what I was going to say was, is like, she felt like a grown up yes. in a way that like was like, oh, this is a woman who's really probably looking for love. Is not trying to get herself played on national TV by this guy who seems to just be like the horniest man alive. Yes. Um, <laughs> Constant banana in his pocket, just ready yes. to see everybody. Yes, so, so I understood horny. where she was coming from, and she was very sweet to him when they were on the when he was throwing up his shit on the helicopter. Which is like, you don't be riding helicopters. Like I thought your family was secession. Like you don't get to, you, don't, you don't secession your way everywhere you go. Like what is this? Come it's on, Murray Colkin. It's fully Murray Colkin. What? So when he said that to her and was like, "Yes," he paused for a little bit. And I was like, "Oh, he about to lie." <laughs> Yeah, you knew but, it. You knew he was going to lie. But he shouldn't have lied. No. I think he shouldn't have said who. I think he said, you know, I'm debating whether or not I'm going to get engaged, but I really have a, a strong feelings for someone. Like, Perfect. I would be, yes. Like, I can't say now. He, he lied because cause there was no plastic sheet. Yeah. yeah. So oh, that's wild. I, I remember it that I'm in like with you. I remember watching it live, which I didn't, it like all came back to me. Like I had a flashback of like sitting next to my mom, like young and my mom and I think my sister were watching it and I was like seeing it all again. And I didn't realize I'd watched the first season live. Wow. 
I remember because I remember that's where the phrase I'm in like came from because I'd never heard that before but yeah. it has stayed with me as I, I've like literally thought like I think I'm in like with that person I don't think I like love them you know like in my relationships and it's from fucking Trista yes. and that really made me feel really wild and very like almost like oh my god this has been in my life for too wow. long you didn't even realize how much they've <laughs> taken your brain yeah <laughs> So also didn't realize I'd been watching it for that long. <laughs> that's wild. Gave, he gave like this full proposal, like this full everything that's so great about Trista. And then he goes, you know, I saw you. But I don't think we're meant to spend our lives together. And she had her crazy hair nuts and her Darman gray hair nuts and the crazy croissant on top of her head, the hair. <laughs> and she goes like, he told me it's you. He said that to me. And it made me think it was me. My life will go on, which I appreciated. I liked her strength of that. Um, and then he said to Amanda, I find myself falling in love with you. And I bought you a ring. But I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> Here it is. This is the ring. I bought it. Or I got it. They gave it to me. Some woman was like, I hear you're here for a ring. And then he's like, <laughs> he said, let me explain why I'm going to hold on to it. I want to make sure that we feel the same way about each other in the real world. I'd like you to move to California so we can be together. And then he gives her one. Uh, he kneels on one knee. And then he goes up. And she's excited. And then he inhales her hair into the microphone, which was Ugh. so disgusting. And she goes... This was love at first sight. It's everything I've ever wanted. And then we catch up with Amanda. And she says, she's in Kansas, I've turned down a lot of amazing opportunities, Playboy and other options. Um, I was curious about the celebrity life. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston said congratulations. And, um, and, and nobody can find Alex Michelle. Guys, I mean... I, I did some quick research. Yeah. He apparently lives in the Washington, D.C. area. I found his LinkedIn. I found yeah, his LinkedIn. I, I saw the LinkedIn, too. too. Yeah. He's in like consulting. They think he's single. I mean. That's what U.S. Weekly thinks. Huh. Okay. Lacey, I'm going to give the floor to you. When he propo- when he got the ring out, he didn't propose. She had an opportunity to be in Playboy. It was porn, right? Do you think the other opportunity was porn? What do you think? Probably. I mean, they did put the plastic sheet on there. So the, I'm sure porn, the big porn in Hollywood, Tinkle Town started calling like, hey, you like plastic <laughs> sheets? Well, yeah, come on over here to Sil- to the Valley. We got that, honey. Because they were vague about it. Like, they were really vague about like, and other things. It's like, well, why not? Why not just say what it was? Miles, what did you think of this ending? Ah, whatever. You know, I at the end of the day, he was so horny and yeah. like I didn't I wasn't rooting for him. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, and knowing that like Trista would go on to get do her thing. I was like, OK, I, I, I don't know. I, it, it 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 all made sense completely to me. Like he didn't yep. seem interested in anything meaningful. He seemed like the second he realized like sort of the dynamic of being the bachelor and what that meant to how he can relate to these women and interact with them or manipulate them. It was like, it just became about this. That's the thing. Like it's the whole thing was about first. And this is this first, you know, toxic guy who like ends up being like, Whoa, I got all these roses. I got a hair. What do I do with them? Yeah. And so like, it's like almost an experiment, but it's funny to see how now everything preceding that, it's sort of built off of this. Yeah. Sort of I have time. one last thought that I have yes. to say. Just because Miles brought up the power thing. I, there was this weird power dynamic that he immediately took advantage of, right? Yeah. Bringing out that ring to Amanda. Oh 
and then saying, I'm not going to propose to you. I bought this for you, but I'm going to hold on to it. That is so fucking nasty. And if I had been standing there, I would have took the ring and been like, thank you so much. You don't have to propose. It's a promise ring for right now. (laughs) Thank you so much. I promise to not fuck you ever again. Bye. Bye. Yeah. You're right. It, he the fact that he said I got this for you. I'm going to hold on to it. Is such a sadistic power move. Yes, yeah. it's unkind. It's like what you do to a child, you know? Right. Like, like you're the only person like, who has a choice. So here's the carrot, and um, now I need to be pegged with it. Before <laughs> we're going to take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll power through Trista's. Bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. And we're back. So we're back. And here we are with the very first Bachelorette ever, Trista. And um, I got to say, the guys... the. <sighs> The Chris Harrison shows up again in an even bigger suit. Like it's as if he was like, I need it bigger. It's right. gonna be make the suit bigger. Anna, we're talking about Trista. We're at Trista. Okay, perfect. Um and she's and some there was a guy the first guy that gets out of the limo literally looks like a Ken doll. His name is Jamie. He's a basketball player in Europe. And um it's I enjoyed seeing Bachelor Bob doing that dance without music. That was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed Bachelor Bob in his. I know he, he had later- really nice Will Ferrell vibes back yes. then. Yes, he, like, he must be crushing it with the ladies with his. Well, he becomes the Bachelor later, and he's like one of the most beloved bachelors. But for wasn't how fun he less he is. fun as the, Wasn't he less fun as the Bachelor? Yes. Like, wasn't he? Like, he wasn't yes. bad, but it, he wasn't as good now. Because I think everybody wants that dancing fool that we all love, yeah. and he's like, right. and did he drink his own? Was it the poo nanny that ch- it changes everybody? The yeah, poo nanny. I feel like he maybe just got a little full of himself. I'd have to go back there and rewatch, but I remember us all being like very excited because like he was fun and he wasn't like the typical super good looking guy. He seemed very real, and then he kind of just seemed like very full of himself, if I remember correctly. You give a guy a punani, he's going to change, and it's not like the leader of like a lady cult. It's going to change, and it's not going to go well. I will say, so I then, still remember him being like a good bachelor. Like, I, I feel like I still liked him as the bachelor. Um, so then, basically, Trista overall, 
It seemed kind of like the thing that surprised me. I like the guys' camaraderie. How like when they were on the group date and they rock paper scissors to see who got a massage. Like I like the fairness of that. They would never do that now. Like they felt like friends and they they got down. Like I enjoyed that they got it down to two guys. And that I was surprised that she was actually topless. Like that she was there just getting massaged next to this guy and. Um, he was talking about how he passed up Germany to come. And then they, like, showered together. And he kept thinking about dead rats so he didn't get a huge boner. Lacey, <laughs> what did you think of that outing? I loved how progressive Trista was for her time yes. period. Because we haven't really let women be – we're just now kind of getting to the point where it's, like, women's sexuality or their worth is not tied to their sexuality or to how many partners they have or to, like, all the other bullshit that men tried to teach us so that they could trick us so they could not be good at sex. Because that's all that shit was. They're like, we need you to not have no sex with nobody so when you have sex with yeah. me, you don't know that it's yes. trash. Wait, who told you about the clitoris? <laughs> who, told you, who told you about the clitoris? Who? Who told you about that shit? They lying. They're lying. You're not, you're not supposed to have no fun. You're just supposed to have fun because we're together. Like, so she says it in I don't the know. car. I never heard of no woman having no orgasm before. <laughs> nope, not me. Nope. And Deep they were, state. They were really very, like, they were very shaming. Like, even still, they get shamed. And a woman's not supposed to enjoy it. A woman's not supposed to be like, yeah, I want to test drive the car before I buy it if I'm going to marry somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, yeah, like it's important to me. Like, I'm I want to have sex with my partner and like it, so I want to try it out. Like, I was proud of her with that. So like, proud. She even said it in the limo. She was like, "I mean, I'm a grown woman. I have sex." Yes. And I was like, "Yes, yes bitch. Yes, yes, you do." And he immediately had to because you he was pump faking because the second he was like, "Uh huh," and I. Yeah. I support that for she sure, was... and I, I've agreed with that since the beginning of time, actually. Because so. she feels a little basic, but then when you get that, you're like, she's actually cool. Like I was like, oh, she's cooler yeah. than that. Like, And then, um, so at the end of their massage and the, the shower, and he goes, do you mind if I kiss you goodnight? And then it was definitely before, like, consent stuff, because she was like, you're asking? <gasps> oh, okay. Like, if he just kissed her, I felt like she would have been into it, but, like, she seemed bothered that he was asking, so then she was like, well, it's just the first one so i'll just take a little peck on the cheek anna what did you notice that anna uh yeah i mean i feel like she's still of the era of like romance novels being like the like women read romance like novels because that's Middlebury, what was like the perfect letter yeah, yeah. like it was written for them so you'd be like i just want a man to grab me versus today we're like sir do not touch me unless i have specifically said grab me yes. which is yes I'm going to say that to the next person I meet. Yeah. <laughs> grab <Sir>. me. <laughs> I'm it's asking consent. you to grab me. <laughs> Sir. 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 Um, so then uh, um, Greg. Okay, this is great. So he, he – this is a fun storyline. Greg is so cute. She can't stop looking at his eyes. Um, he is a songwriter. She just can't even believe how like – how funny is they're like totally falling in love they have a lot of eye contact and the first time ever they're in new york city and they take a trip to greg's realistic (sighs) realistic (sighs) and it's probably expensive studio (laughs) apartment in new york city which is what most people like it's hard to you know and the look on her face when she was like Wait, where's the bedroom? She's like, this is a. So where's the kitchen? She's like, it's a kitchen. Like, she clearly never lived in Manhattan before. Is this what poor people call a studio? I, <laughs> she's also probably in the land where, like, 
you know, if you live in a, if you live in certain parts of the country, you know, that you can, like when I watch, when I watch House Hunters and they're like, our budget's like $180,000. We want like five, be- <laughs> we want five bedrooms. I want a Jack and Jill bathroom, open floor concept. Like, like the difference of like that versus like, okay, you're going to live in Manhattan. You're going to pay that same fucking price. And this is what you get. Like she was so grossed out. It was incredible. Lacey, what did you think of her reaction to his studio apartment? Okay. One, I do have to say the House Hunters reference made me think of how whenever they go on there, they're like, we have a $500,000 budget. Me and my husband are both freelance jog walkers. And I'm like, how, where, where did you get all this money? Yes. Um, I, I, 100%. We met in a Tuscan cooking class. My husband, uh, like, nobody ever has a job. I'm like, what, no, what, who, who has people? a job? No. But to the point of her, I am on Trista's side on this because... Uh, baby, you knew you were about to be on the television and you couldn't clean. ask anybody to let you have an hour or two to clean your place up. It was clean. nasty yeah. in Dude, there. The dead rat, the dead rat, and then him trying to find a glass of the tap water. Like, like <sighs> clean it up. Beg so your, much anxiety. I would have stepped foot in there. My pussy would have dried up like the Sahara. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> a little tumbleweed. Oh my god! Yeah, like the panic towel, like covering like a third of the yeah. room, and you're like, "What the fuck is under?" I don't even want. I felt I for him. I felt yeah. for him. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I I get why you know she maybe was a little too aggressive with her outward reaction. You know, I, it's fine like, if she felt she's like, "Oh fuck!" Like I'm gonna get cholera from sitting here. But the thing that, um, like, cop, he's. A songwriter, but his like lower third, they would call him an importer sometimes. Yes. What what the fuck was he importing? Used towels? <laughs> this male was like I was like, importer, you think like, oh, <laughs> he must collect art or something. He had a but- lot of like stray electronics. Like, did you not see like there was just a random monitor connected to nothing <laughs> in the corner? Like on the side table. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what is all this weird? I guess that's what it was like for the back iMac, then. actually. It's not just a monitor. There's it like was a CPU. such a bachelor apartment. Like, I feel like I've yeah. been in so many apartments like that. And it is, it does, it is a real, like, lady boner killer. It is a full, yeah. like, just lock it up and roll, roll up the carpet, throw the sand in and just... Yeah. Dry it up yeah. the way today, like it's she not was, happening. Did they yeah. show she anybody else's house, or was it no. just his? No, never in the history is they've never. And by the way, now most people aren't rich; they're all planning on becoming influencers. No one right. probably has a nice house that's on the show now. It's it's like you just have to be hot in a bikini. That's all that matters. They probably don't have any yeah. money. Anna. Yeah. I, well, I just noticed the way she was like clutching that pillow clutching for dear that life. Pillow. And he's like, would you like a glass of wine? She's like, I'll just have some water. Oh, my God. (laughs) Then we also had this stupid update from Cassie, who was like, I can't say anything. It's like, but you still love the publicity, bitch. So I'm like, why are you keeping me up till 11 p.m.? Either come on and tell me something or just let's just end it. Even just play like like the national anthem or something. I don't I'm so tired. I handwrite this to hear her to be like, I can't say. Then then get off my TV. Anna. Who is I did. She's uh, she got picked by Colton in the last but few bachelors back. But she never liked him. But she wanted to no. Be on the she cover tried people. to leave, so and then he jumped a fence for her. He jumped, oh, a but fence I did. Jump That's fence okay. jump. 
Yeah, so they recently broke up, obviously. But I really love how she savage Chris Harrison was being like, yeah, so that coronavirus he got was annoying, right? Like, that was pretty annoying. It probably helped you want to, like, dump him, right? Like, I was like, this is so savage he, to be like, ooh, wasn't that COVID so annoying? Yeah, how he just got, got COVID and you had to take him. care of him? Yeah, it's like, like he, he dumped him because he got COVID, right? And then she goes, well, I'm nervous right now. And he goes, I can tell. You're on guard. It's like Chris Harrison throwing the shade at Cassie. Because she was wasting everybody's she- time. Because you know what she's going to do. She's going to be like, I'm finally ready to talk. About yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. And then I like that he called her out for like, you're wasting all of our, like, okay, either come on and say something or don't come on. Like, yeah. We could do a staged reading the perfect letter right now. Like, this is like, <laughs> <laughs> way more entertaining, to be honest. I so want to know what Joseph. Down, oh my God. Joseph, Joseph Middlebury, please. So then we have Char, Charlie and Ryan are left. And um, Charlie's like a rich banker guy, and um, there's something sexual there with him. And um, and he gets upset. He doesn't want her with anyone else. It's an act of betrayal. But he's gonna. He's somebody that could take care of her. He's like a Wall Street banker or something. And she's like, I have a full heart. And he goes, but I just feel like you're betraying me. And she's like, well, this is a double standard, Charlie. I've had sex before. I've made love. And the same goes for guys in the opposite way. Um, and she just, she's like, I'm not going to be defined by this. Like, it's an important part. Being physical is an important part of a relationship. And I'm going to, and he was like, okay, you're right. You're right. Um, and she goes, you could come back up to my room so I could be alone with you. And he goes, what would I do to you? And she's like, what would you do to me? Like, I, he just kind of kept missing. And then um, that was Charlie. Lacey, how are you feeling about Charlie? Charlie left like the worst taste in my mouth. I was like, sir, you are corny, corny for this. Also, when you said Wall Street, all I heard, just like what Mama said, Mama Sama Makusa, was cocaine. And yes. <laughs> You said Wall yes. Street, I heard cocaine. Yes. That's right. That's right. He just seemed like he was trying to flex too much. Like, he's like, there's only two guys left, so now I'm going to take the power back and be like, if you're going to be my woman, then you ain't going to be giving no. up that box to yes. nobody else. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. And Miles, I was so what, glad. Go ahead. Yes, keep going, Lacey. I was just going to say, I was so glad she flexed back and was like, no, honey, that's not how this is going to work. <laughs> she did. And she didn't even bat an eye because there's been some bachelorettes later that really gotten shamed and like... She was just like, uh-uh, like, step it back. Like, yeah, I have sex. I have a grown woman. I have had sex. I'm going to have yeah. sex. Miles, what did you think of Charlie? Dry. Dry. Charlie yeah. is dry. I, there, I, I was confusing him with other people halfway through it. I'm yeah. like, wait, is this the same guy from Because all those guys look like Keith Urban wannabe yes. like, baseball players who say the N-word casually a lot. Like, yeah. that was the vibe. Like, when I would see the collection of him, like, oh, this is my worst nightmare. Oh, like, for when sure. they were in, like, the Vegas thing and they were all, like, peering through that beaded curtain, I was like, that's yeah. the last thing I want to see is, like, that group of faces peering at me through a Coming towards you. What's he doing with that white woman? Uh, <laughs> The whole like he was so he was so uh, he was so uninteresting. Like at least Ryan, there was at least things I didn't like about him were interesting, worth talking about. With Charlie, it was like yeah, he he tried to bite off more than he could chew. He didn't realize Trista does not play that bullshit, and he was like, okay, well, I'm back in check, and it's like okay, fall back. I'm going to give you a fun fact about Ryan. Ryan has self-published a book of poetry about baseball. What? Okay, so he's a so he's a poet. So she's like he keeps writing her poems. He's very sweet, 
And then he's like, I didn't write you a poem this time because I didn't want it just to be about my poetry. And I thought, it's never just about somebody's poetry. She's tolerating your poetry because you're hot and sweet. Don't just and fuck me for my poetry, babe. No one's ever fucked someone just for their poetry. That's literally ever. not ever, never. She's like, not even I Shakespeare. It's literally like he's so hot and he's trying, so I'm going to be sweet. But I have to read him and like, like steal my face to look neutral and excited. But like, you know, it's not Anna. Anna's shaking her head. Tana, what do you think about the poetry? <sighs> Ryan, man, it's not like it was like. It almost felt like I was like, is this plagiarized? I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it like one. It wasn't good enough for me to be like, wow, what an artist! Like this guy's got it like was than he's I got something it else. Be. It was okay. She cried once, and I was like, are these tears from just pain and discomfort? Because I, are you really emotionally <laughs> yeah. moved by this? Well, Strange tears. I think it was fake because I'll tell you, she cried again later at that when they when they zoomed in Ryan when she hadn't seen him in like four days, and she's like, oh my god, Ryan's here! Like, oh my god, like thank you, Chris Harris. I was like, you've been married for like 20 years like i are you really tearing up to see him on a zoom call like what yeah, are they not talking maybe um, she just knew how to play it up but also think, his yeah. poetry was already boring I, i'm mad that he was like yeah. how can i go next level snooze baseball. and make it a book <laughs> baseball, baseball book. self-published baseball book i feel like that's our next book club book we're gonna start with the perfect letter and then we're gonna go yeah. to ryan's baseball book so then we so then they they're like she's like i can feel something be there i need to be there i need to take a dive into the water and I liked when he she gave him the fantasy suite card. He goes, check, please. And he goes, I feel like the luckiest guy in the world. I get to spend the entire night. My heart goes pitter-patter. I'm submerged in love. It's like a warm bath. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. And so Charlie gets up first when he arrives. And she kind of was a little trick with him. She was like, when I first saw it, you were the one. I thought it was, the mo- it was like, from the moment I saw you, I knew you were it. And I felt that way all the way through. And I was like, this is the guy. Until I woke up this morning. It's like, <laughs> like, like she didn't have to phrase it like that. And she's like, my heart is with someone else. Um, I, 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 Miles, what did, how did that feel hearing that? Oh, I, I like how she just twisted the knife like that. Yeah, I, I like that because I don't I don't like Charlie. I yes. like the, between the two. I like the guy who probably lies, goes to bars and lies about being related to Randy Quaid or Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what Matt's yeah. vibe is. Yeah. And like, yeah, fine. And I like the I like the fucking B grade poetry that I used to write when I was 17 and horny and be yes. like, man, like, ooh, girl, your name is your body's banging like a Celica. That's why I want to date you, Angelica. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> Only be able to like squeeze her butt when we were making out. But hey, you know, you get what you can take. You're 16 and you're trying to be creative. But with Charlie, he, you know, it, it, it I was just rooting for, I was like, yes, I like this. Cause you know, she, I really thought she was gonna get picked in her season. Yes. Uh, with Al, like there was a, at least the way they were presenting it, even in the recap, I was like, oh, like it seems like this is something good here with yeah. Tristan. Cause he felt like really like she babied me and yes. created that maternal relationship that all men with an Oedipal complex seek. Yes. So this, I, I was like, it was nice to see her be able to do that. And plus again, Charlie, I didn't like, I didn't like the take of like, you will only have sex with me. Because yes. it was interesting too, just like how Alex is the first time being like, I'm the guy with all the power now. This is the first time these men are at the at the like beholden to the the woman contestant, and that was interesting to see how some of them were still trying to like be like, well, but I'm the dude. Uh, oh, but yeah, pick me. You know, like sort of 
figuring out what that relationship is. It's amazing how much shame she said she got for even just being like, how are you going to keep, how are you going to be modest? Like like that when when she even just got named as it, like how are you going to present well and keep, you know, be a lady? Like like it was it's that people couldn't get, wrap their head around the fact that they could have a female lead. Right. Right. Um, so then we see – so she picks Ryan, I only want to be with you. And we, we get to see Charlie today. He's in Phoenix and he has a one-year-old baby. He's just fallen in love. He's just finally settled down. That feels like a long stretch. Lacey, what did you think of that? <laughs> Yes, because like I told you, he had to get over his addictions, and then <laughs> yeah, that's he how Charlie baby. has a personality. That's his. Per- that's why he didn't have no personality on the show. They said no drugs, so he was like, "Well, damn, what y'all want me to do? <laughs> like, yes. I don't know how to be interesting." Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm painting all of this, and now I have to say allegedly, so Charlie don't sue me. But <laughs> yes, 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 it's all allegedly. But I feel like that. I told you guys, I made up this one producer that I think is there, who's like the one who's a little crazy. She probably don't work for the Bachelor, or the Bachelor anymore. But I feel like she told. Trista like hey girl when you let Charlie down give us that up top all good all good all good I bet that was definitely and then and then a big butt at the end a big butt you got that big old butt you need to turn don't (laughs) signal it up front don't let him know up front so then Ryan shows up and and he goes everything's right in the universe and so she starts talking first she goes I have the future. Your dreams come true. I see a white dress. I see it with you. Um, you stepped out of my dreams and into my world. Boo. And she basically proposed to him, which I thought was actually kind of like she let him. Usually now they're meaner and they make the guys do the full proposal. And they'll be like, wait, before they get down on one knee. But um, she's like, and so when they brought him in. And he's not with her. And they're like, it was a huge announcement. It's a huge announcement. This yeah. Vale firefighter is now at the Denver Fire Academy. <laughs> and then she's oh, crying. Okay. It was so – It was, and she's crying. And they're at the Denver – they're powerful, strong women. I just felt – and then Anna took a picture. And then their kids came out. And their son – Their, their son, son was not having their it. Their son behind them who hates – Hates them. Who's like with his well, backwards hat? Like can, Anna, can you put it in the chat? Can you put a picture of their son who like oh, here, is so t- fucking sick of being their kid? Their backward hat <laughs> son who wanted to die. I didn't feel the heat between he and Ryan, like Trista and Ryan anymore. I felt like they were sick of each other. I felt like it's like and she had to cry. To, and like and is it that big of an announcement if you're already a firefighter and you're changing cities? All of it. Miles, you're shaking your head. What did you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I my heart kind of broke when I saw that update. I was like, yeah, it. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure, like any relationship, it goes on long. Enough. Yeah, the, his. We're I texted just now looking you guys. at the photo now of uh, <laughs> like, the kid like... who had to fucking quit in the middle of his Fortnite game to be on the. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's fully show. fed up, and his mom made yeah, him wear the outfit. Like, I was down to the last three on Warzone and Call of Duty. At at one point, the dad's like, hey, buddy. And and he doesn't respond. The mom's like, "Uh, your father said, said, hey, "Hey, buddy. Yeah, "Hey, Hey, Pumpkin. And he's like, oh, hey. And he's like, oh, hi. Hi, dad. It feels like... (laughs) Because I think the big announcement, too, that's kind of bad about this was is that he is now in Denver, which I guess is not that close to her. So now he's like having a long distance marriage with her. 
Yeah. I didn't understand that. For the time being. It's not even that. I mean, it's like an hour and a half. I feel like he's in quarantine, but it's for like two weeks or like three weeks. Like, I've been on location. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so what? Yeah, it was like. Maybe he could be like a really terribly hands off dad where he's like, yeah, uh, I'm going to go do my thing. Like, good luck with that at home. Well, it it made it sound like. I didn't understand, but the whole thing was like, we have a big announcement. Um, Ryan uh, is on a work trip. Yes, this, like, is, this is your big announcement. I like thought again, she was announcing like a Fabletics line. Or something. Yeah. Um, well, I thought they got... were going to be like he has COVID, and we're like, oh, oh shit. I mean, I literally, I was like, what's the like? Are you having another bit? Like, what is happening? I here? thought they were going to say they were getting divorced. Truly, I was like, are I, they like? Did they split up? That would have been dope. That yeah, would have been wild. You guys have a huge announcement, Ryan. So what do you think excited. about that, pal? We're so. <laughs> Like show their love story and then be like, but we fucking hate each other now. We're getting divorced, um, but things this are so happens. good. We're crazy. Busy. There are no fairy tales. <laughs> he got COVID, so I kicked him out. Um, I feel like if you see your husband on Zoom though, and you start to cry, like she's going bad. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. That's not like, happiness. You're crying because you see him on Zoom, like. It is that exciting to see him nah, on Zoom. That's, like, that sets some other shit off. Um, right. Okay, before we do Tweet of the Week, I'm going to show you guys. I have a book coming out, Little Miss Little Compton. It's available wherever hey. books are sold. Get it from a local bookstore, or you can get it wherever you want. But if you buy it and you screen grab and you send in your receipt to, uh, to rosepodcast at gmail.com, we are doing giveaways every week. This week is this. Stunning custom meet the authors Arden and Mittens puzzle. Last week we did a little Miss Little Compton tote bag. Next week we're going to do a T-shirt. All right, so get it in early because every week we're doing giveaways. And at the end of this, Anna and I will have a Zoom lunch with somebody. The big giveaway. My goal is to have if I get on. You have to sell eight thousand books to get on the New York Times bestseller list. Apparently, my dream is when we get out of quarantine is to throw a show like a live party show to celebrate being on the bestseller list at my mom JJ's house in Little Compton, Rhode Island if my brother lets me. But here we go. The person who <laughs> your brother lets you. <laughs> Victoria Garcia, you wow. won the, an elegant, very classy puzzle. Okay, here nice. we go. Will you help us pick the tweet of the week? Tweet number one. So we're going to narrow it down to two and then we pick the winner. This is from Kendra at Kendra Conda. Uh, Trista is every girl who goes home with a dude and sees a mattress on the floor. (laughs) I mean, no, that's that's too real. That is real. That is real. Uh, Yeah. Okay, um, from Lauren at purple underscore haze. Hard to believe that ba- the Bachelor producers can't find Alex Michelle, given that they can find contestants random ex boyfriends. And Natty B <laughs> says actual and factual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can find anyone, they anyone from anyone. your past. You can't fucking find this guy. Yeah, you can right. find this we guy. we just found him. Yeah, yes, he's on <laughs> LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren at purple underscore haze. So they brought Cassie on to. Tell us nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Breaking news. Bachelor ABC has outed Alex Michelle from the Witness Production Program. Can he really be that hard to find? And yeah. Alex Michelle pulling all of his fashion sense from the Matrix. Yep. 
I'm going to go with Alex Michelle pulling all of his fashion sense from the Matrix. And, and that one was from, um, that one was from, I'll tell you right now, 3D Dorito at Jashel. Or I'm going to say um, Kendra at Kendra Conda. Trista is every girl who goes home with a dude and sees a mattress on the floor. Yes. Lacey, I'm going to let you be the deciding final one. I'm going to go with mattress on the floor. Miles. Well, Matrix or mattress I, I on might, the floor? I might be the deciding one, uh, but I, I'm, mat- I'm all about mattress. Okay. Then we're going to let Lacey decide now. Damn, is this it going to be a race? Are you going to be Matrix or is it going to be mattress on the floor? This is not going to be that interesting because I got to go with mattress on the floor. Homies is it, had a porno apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you say? I said, homie had a porno apartment. She opened the door and I was like, it was like brown chickle brown. Like, <laughs> nothing good's yeah, well, happening it, there. Oh my. Yeah. And it literally just needed the plastic sheet and it was good to go. Anna, <laughs> ma- mattress on the floor or Matrix? I think. Because I I thought he was so Matrix, I'm gonna go with Matrix. Okay, Katie, mix Matrix or, or Mattress on the Floor? Mattress on the Floor, because we've all. All right, congratulations, <laughs> Kendra, Kendrickana, Trista's every girl who goes home with a dude and sees a mattress on the floor. You guys, we love all of your reviews that you just gave us at iTunes. We love when you give us reviews. Here's a good one: five stars. We need Jerry permanently from Linz Lucas. I love, love, love this podcast. I look forward to listening every week. You guys are absolutely hilarious, and I love your take on Juan Pablo's season and the realness of The Bachelor recaps. Sometimes I don't even watch the episode of The Bachelor. I just listen to your podcast. Also, Jerry Trainer is one of my favorite hosts. We need him every week. Thank you for doing two episodes every week. I eat them up. Oh, my God. Guys, it is our pleasure. We know that... I feel like everybody's just doing the best they can right now and like life is no joke and just it's been fun for us to record them and we're happy that it provides a fun distraction for you. How great is Jerry? I mean, Anna, he's been such a fun. It's hard to believe that he just started with us in January because he's such a big part of the show now. I know. He's great and he's so into it. It's fun. It's It's fun to do it with him. And if you guys are like new listeners and you're like, well, should I? I would suggest going back and starting maybe with JoJo's season. Like Erin Foley, who's um, who's been, she's having been having to work, so we haven't been able to have her on this year as much because she was writing on one day at a time. She is so freaking funny, and she's on a lot of those early episodes. That again, if you're like jonesing for content, that would be like that's a fun season to start with. Are yeah. um, Here's another one. Five stars from our girl 3D Dorito. Um, Grief, Cats, and The Bachelor. That's the, that's the subject line. I started watching The Bachelor in Ben's season, and thankfully I found Arden Aaron at the time, Eddie Pepitone. Shout out to Eddie, Anna. Isn't it amazing that we... Oh, I mean, great we had times. Eddie Pepitone watched Ben Higgins' season. I don't think I would still be watching the show if not for Arden and her Bachelor cabinet of comedian outsiders and experts who get their info only from Us Weekly. <laughs> not to get serious, but when my dad... Dad died around the same time that Arden's dad died. The podcast pivoted to Grief Island, and it was one of the few pieces of pop culture, along with Planet Earth, that were comforting to me. This podcast feels like listening to friends, and Malik's of this rose Twitter is my Twitter family. I don't know a better fan community, and I don't know a better podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad that it was helpful for you. I know... 
when when my parents passed away, like I I got a lot of comfort both from doing the podcast and I also loved watching the Great British Bake Off and Queer Eye. So like to know that this would be part of the pile for somebody makes me feel good because um, you know, everybody just needs a little a little friendly, welcoming distraction. Yeah. Um, Anna had Anna's grandma passed away and she showed up this spring with Michelle. I remember like we yeah, were, deba- you were debating whether or not you were going to come. But like that's it always part makes of life. me feel better. It does. I canceled everything like in my life except for this. And I, like when you know, when when the shit hit the fan and, and like because I feel like your body knows like what do I want to do? I was like, no, this is the thing that makes me feel good. So by the way, if anybody out there is struggling, I think there are some ep- early there was some episodes. It would be last spring and then in the uh, summer of 2017. There's some, I think that it might even be called Grief Island, but you could probably look in the description. But if anybody needs to hear a little something like a fun cheer up that's talking honestly about walking through grief, it is the only podcast about grief, cats, and The Bachelor. Um, And here's the final two reviews. This is five stars from Monica S.A., the best show with the top experts. I am writing this review in defense of Lori. Yes, honey. How dare another listener come after her? I've been watching the show religiously since Jake's season, and I listen to many Bachelor podcasts, and Lori is the expert with the most expertise. Every time I listen to Arden, Jerry, and Michelle Collins, I giggle. Jerry makes me want to watch iCarly, and if I ever need a laugh, I think of Michelle comparing Matt to a Cyclops. Arden, I love your delightful appearances and everything from friends to insecure. Keep on doing the Lord's work. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Monica. And then we have one more from Jenny Jen Jen 457 Justice for Lori. Five stars. This podcast might not be for everyone, but it's one of my favorite podcasts, and I often find myself laughing out loud along with the amazing guests every week. As far as I can tell, my dog finds Arden's voice soothing. Thoughts on making Jerry a permanent co-host? Um, I would love that. I don't know if he would be available for that, but, like, I certainly... It is never not an asset to have Jerry Trainer on board. What do you think, Katie? He'd have to, he'd have to read all of uh, the the letters. What, what is Chris Harrison's book? <laughs> the last oh, yeah, letters. the perfect letter. We the have to, perfect oh my God. letters. Okay. Um, and we'd love when you email us. This is from um, Pita Tong, and the subject line is, You Make Me Happy. Well, thank you. Hey, guys. I just want to say how much I love your podcast right now. It's been a long year so far. I just had my second baby, and I've been stuck at home a lot with just her and the puppy, and they don't make for great conversation. First of all, congratulations. Um, so having your podcast to listen to and talk to helps greatly with my mental health. Yes, I join in the conversation. Being alone does things to you. By the way, I don't care how factual you are in regards to that other email you read recently because I'm here for the laugh out louds, the hearts, and the joy. I'm really enjoying the New Zealand series and your podcast, so thank you for bringing that little bit of fun. Side note, I've been to New Zealand. I've done the Zorbing thing that they did in oh. Pablo season. It was so much fun, but afterward, you're expelled from the ball. You're kind of left wet, cold, and possibly with a boob hanging out. <laughs> um, she also is putting her hand up for being a guest host. She's in Australia, happy to help judging all the, all the Aussie and Kiwi accents, plus my baby and dog think I'm funny. Lots of love to you. Stay safe and healthy, PETA. That's also a good reminder, Peter. you're in the running for the, uh, the guest uh, host. We want to have listeners, so keep submitting yourselves. For Peter's season, we're going to do it with fans. It's going to be fans are co-hosting with us. All right, everybody. 
What a joy. Lacey, have we have we sucked you in so that when it comes back to the real season that you'll join us? Would you join us again? Because we loved having you on. I would. I loved this. This was so fun. Well, why don't you come do another one of the All-Stars and then we can, you can decide and then we'll have you on the main one. Yes, honey. This has been fun. We loved having you on. Where can people find you? Yes, you can find me at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. And I have a podcast, too, called Scam Goddess. And that's just Scam Goddess on any platform. If you like robbery, like I do. (laughs) It's so fun. It's so great. It's fantastic. Miles, where can people find you? And Miles, can I just say, once again, the rookie, rookie of the year is really giving Jerry Trainer a run for his rookie money because you come in hot. You come in in hot. Uh, I, I love reality. I, f- I feed off the garbage that is reality. So, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm like a roach. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. And I have a, yes, Daily Zeitgeist is my daily podcast. And also, look, if you want to talk about reality trash shows, if you watch 90 Day Fiance, Tune into my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. I think you get what's going on there. Yes, you get what's going on. Yeah. Not that it's even that big of a deal. We're, but yeah, we're high and it's mostly just talking trash about the show. Anna, where can people find you? Um, I'm at Anna Hosnia on Twitter and, you know, check out Daily Zeitgeist, check out Scam Goddess, check out 420 Day Fiance. You could check out my podcast, Ethnically Ambiguous. I have a podcast about Below Deck called Deckheads. It's and as if Anna and I have our this is all I do. We're doing Real Housewives of New oh, York yeah. and we're doing Bachelorette New Zealand, which is a fucking blast. Yes. There's two bachelorettes and there is a contestant on it who is a stripper chocolatier dad. Um, yeah. which, he's a chocolatier on top of being a scripper. He's a stripper uh-huh. and a chocolatier and a dad. And quite honestly, he's in the run. Like, he could win. Like, yeah, he's, he's a front like, runner. Wait, are they? Team, yes. Are, are you all starting from the beginning on Real Housewives of New York? Or are you just doing current seasons? We're doing current seasons. Current. Okay, because I was on Real Housewives of New York. What? Oh, that's right. When? That's right. What season? Scamming. I think it's season seven. Uh, it's when Ramona has that fake restaurant, AOA Bar and Grill, and she interviews me, and I'm a full-on criminal. But they just I was just <laughs> taking improv, and they told me to make it up, and it's insane. I got dragged on Twitter and called a bad black person. But it's out there, and it's Whoa. fun. <laughs> Wow. I got to find the clip again. Oh, my God. I, I, if you think I didn't just write it down, like, to go look that up, you're with fucking bangs, dead wrong. I feel like I didn't know I I was dealing with, like, Meryl Streep. I didn't know, like, a huge – I mean, this is major stuff. This is big celebrity stuff. I need to – was it all fake? Did they tell you? Did they were just going and like they just told it, you to just make shit up? Everything I right. did was fake, but they were like, "We think it's so funny that you do improv." And I was like, "I didn't know you're not supposed to do reality oh, TV." Yeah. I was a young, like aspiring sure. actor in New York. I would have done just, it. Yeah, I just taken some classes, and they gave me free food. They didn't even pay me. I was working at that Perfect. restaurant, and he was like, "You can have salmon for a week," and I was like, "Okay." You can have <laughs> salmon for a week. Salmon for a week. That's a lot. Ooh. Katie, where good. can people find you? I'm Katie underscore money on Twitter and Instagram. And there's a lot of animals. There's a, a sh- animals need fostering right yes. now or adopting. And there's a lot of because of the fireworks. A lot of the animals get scared and run away. Katie, is there any more info you can say about that? Just go to your city shelter and find out if there's any way that if you're looking to adopt, now's a great time. Or if you can't adopt, you can always go and foster. But just city shelters, county shelters, those are the best place to go. You guys. Be kind to one another. Wear masks. Have fun. Stay safe. We love you. Lacey, Miles, what a combo. I'm 
to say, this is, I mean, truly. Whenever we get together, it's, it's, it's what a What that. a joy. I loved this <laughs> yeah. combo. We're going to, ha- you please come back. And uh, we loved having you on. Thank you so much. Bye. Sure. Oh, yeah. Going to get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Will you accept this rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to steal a moment for yourself before the week ahead. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.